like a little dance. Yeah. It's you got to really get cool. down. Yeah. All righty. Welcome to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. I am your host, Frank. I'm Steve. I'm Jimmy Bag and Nugga Pocket. Wow, that was a good one. one. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) All right. So, uh, and and we have a special guest for the night. Our first special guest of the podcast. No, we had had another one. Well, with the four, with the three of us. Oh, true. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, we have um, Dan Carlson from Redemption Rock Brewing. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Nice. And I have to, I have to correct you. It's not just another episode. Episode 42, our one year anniversary. Oh, okay. Happy anniversary. It is our, yeah, it is our one year anniversary. That's, I'm pretty sure that's our first nuts. episode was recorded today, a year ago. There you go. Well, there you go. That that's makes the episode great. even more special. It, it, it yeah. Yeah. But I, only, but only minorly so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why we had the cast. That's exactly not the reason why we had the new year. <laughs> We're going to have guests yeah. moving forward. Yeah. yeah. But every Super Bowl Sunday, I'll be the one here. Uh, yep. Nice. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. All right. He dibs Let's do it. Yep. We can do that. We can do that. All right. Well, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We will discuss music, movies, as well as other stuff that we obsess over. Yeah. And you can find us on Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, Grindr, OnlyFans, Tinder. (laughs) Guys, you didn't know about those profiles? Swipe left. You don't want any of this. (laughs) Bumble? I don't know what that one is. Oh, Omegle? Are we on Omegle? I don't think we so. probably shouldn't be on Omegle. Okay. All right, let's not do that. <laughs> so, all right, Steve. So, uh, what do we have? Uh, what are we drinking? Actually, you know what, Dan? What are we drinking? We are drinking uh, the newest beer from the Redemption Rock Beer Factory in Worcester, Massachusetts. It's called Nightclub Jitters, and it's a black lager that is brewed with a bourbon barrel aged coffee. Hmm. Nice. As soon as I saw bourbon barrel aged, I was immediately into it. What's the uh, what's the ABV on it? Uh, 5.8. And the bourbon barrel age, we kind of like sneak that in there because it's not the beer that's barrel aged, but the coffee we, we put in it. Um, we buy it from Acoustic Java, which is a roastery in Worcester. Um, and they sell a dark roasted beer that is, they, they, they age the beans itself in like old bourbon or rye barrels. Oh man. Um, so you, and we also, we, we also serve that coffee in the tap. I've had it well. before. It's amazing. It's so good. Like every time we, we, you know, we grind it, it's just like the whole place smells like a distillery. Oh my God. I'm so pumped for this. I'm, I'm a Wait, massive let, coffee head. You're a coffee yeah. head. Yeah. That's why I was like, Ooh, that sounds good. All yeah. right. Yeah. You, you yep. can you He's drinking dive into vicariously. <laughs> okay. What are you drinking, Jimmy? I'm drinking homemade creamer again with my coffee. You made homemade. Yeah, this, I, I've been trying trying new recipes. This one is like a like an almond and vanilla. It fucking doesn't taste like coffee, mate. But you know, <laughs> uh, getting these like these ladies on Pinterest and YouTube, like, oh, it tastes great. No, it tastes like shit. <laughs> I'm still fucking drinking because I made a gallon of it. All right, mm. I haven't even tasted it. I took a sip of it. I'm, I haven't even tasted this yet. I took a sniff of it. Mm-hmm. It is. This smells the coffee phenomenal. Hit. Yeah. Like yeah. Right off the bat on the nose is coffee. Yeah. So. It's very That's coffee cool. forward. Um, the bourbon's pretty subdued. You get like those subtle like vanilla caramel yep. notes right. that you get from a bourbon barrel, but it's not like bourbon in your face at mm-hmm. all. That's really good. I'm, yeah. I We we try That's to give it a really rating. Good. We usually forget, but uh, 4.9. Yeah. That, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's great. It, it, yeah. I'm going to go right there with you. Um, you it literally hit the coffee right on the head. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's wicked coffee forward. It is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was going to say not, hopefully I don't offend you. I'm not like a big IPA guy or mm-hmm. bitter type of person. So this is like right up my alley. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really good. 
I, I think I saw now how long ago did you guys release this? Uh probably a week or two ago. Okay. It's it's, a, it's our definitely our our newest release. Yeah. Did you um put anything up online about it? Mm-hmm. You yeah. did? Okay. I was gonna say because I think I've seen this um can artwork yeah. like, very recently within the past day or two. Yeah, so. we we put a little bit of uh Instagram money behind it. So we, okay. we paid, you know, Zuckerberg fifty bucks to blast <laughs> it out to people. Nice. So we did that whole thing. Yep. Um, the artwork is done by our in-house artist. Her name is Haley. Um, mm-hmm. She's a taproom employee who is also like a graphic designer, creative artist. Oh, we talked cool. about that uh, yeah. around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, she does. Yeah. She does great work. Yeah, she that's does. Awesome. Yeah, she's uh she, ever since she she joined the company, she's been doing our can artwork, and she's kind of picked up that mantle really well, and just like does these really cool creative things that fit our brand really well. So this, awesome. She banged, I mean, she banged this out like in twenty four hours. It was. We were like, great yeah, that's it. Time. Cool. Good job. No, nice. No. <laughs> Um, so what's your score? My score? Yeah, I'd go like 4.8, 4.9, right, right there. I'm yeah, it's, like it's actually 3.5 because of lack of creamer. Do you just want to, want, so, you want to sniff? Um, <laughs> face it off the sniff? <laughs> Won't even give it the sniff test. I mean, fine. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, it just tastes really weird when I'm drinking hot coffee. Like, yeah, let me have it. I don't blame you. So. Before we get started with, you know, the normal show, I figured, you know, maybe we ask you a couple of questions. Yeah, please. Now, like, all right. So you and your brother mm-hmm. own the brewery. Yeah. Amongst other people. Yeah. But what? Uh, well, uh, his. His now fiance, wife. Wife. Yeah, that's yeah, right. They, they got, got married. They got married last um, uh, October. Yeah. They, the three of you to, together. Own and uh, we have a fourth partner who runs our taproom as well. A friend of ours from college. Yeah. I, I knew I knew that, but I forgot the, yeah. their name. Yeah. Their name is Kevin. Yep. Okay. Uh, nice. the, the four of you guys own it together. Mm-hmm. W- what made you want to start a brewery? Um, honestly, it was kind of like we were really getting into craft beer in our early 20s. Um, basically, when the scene was blowing up, you know, we were all um, living in Boston. Most of us who own the company went to Northeastern. That's kind of where we all met up. Like whatever algorithm at Northeastern University put me and Kevin in the same room freshman year kind of started the whole thing. Like if that, God bless that computer algorithm because that was start the whole company. Yep. Um, but right after we turned 21, like this whole craft beer thing started blowing up. This was would have been around like 2010, basically. Um, okay. And then, so we got really into it. And then Danny and Greg were really having kind of a quarter life crisis. They were, you know, Danny was an architecture uh, student. She got really burnt out of that quickly. Greg had no idea what he was doing. Um, and they were just like, let's open a brewery. They, they, had, they had the goal of opening a brewery someday. Mm-hmm. And then they were actually, at some point, they were like, fuck it, let's just do it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I, I was kind of like in the background, just like, you might want to like actually figure out how to do this in real life. Cause it was at the time when like every, everybody who had ever, um, you know, brewed beer, home brewed beer in the garage was opening a brewery. So I'm yeah. like, the bubble was big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also like, I, like that can't be sustainable uh, at the time. It would have been fine actually, but yeah. I, I was like, eh, maybe like actually learn how to run a business and brew beer. And so they took that, you know, to, to heart. And so Danny went to Babson, got her MBA and kind of used that to wow. design the business plan for the brewery. Greg, um, he, he dove into home brewing really hard. He ended up going to the Siebel Institute in Chicago, which was like a, it's a really well-known brewing school. Um, then worked at Jack's Abbey for a year or so. So they kind of like oh, really that's, that's phenomenal. formalized. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it took forever also just like getting money and finding location, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, um, they really spent the time kind of, you know, getting their act together and, you know, figuring out what they want to do and formalizing it. Um, and at some point along the way, I was like, I'll do so, I'll do social media for you guys. Yeah. So then I just, I don't even remember how it happened or when it happened, but along the way, I just, it became known that I was going to do marketing for them. So okay. I, if I remember correctly, <laughs> we had this conversation once before, because, uh, I mean, the reason I know Dan is I'm actually his mailman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you, you have a degree in marketing. 
Uh, that's, but, I messed my career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I studied journalism at Northeastern and I never spent a day in my life as a journalist. <laughs> um, but I, I did journalism into PR, then into a broader marketing career. Um, so when I, oh, I was doing that as they were kind of figuring this stuff out. So I'm like, hey, I, I do marketing. So I can do marketing for you guys. Right. Like, I, I, you know, it's a little bit of a grift, but um, nice. <laughs> I, I'm figuring it out as I go along. So I, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm running marketing for them. Yeah. What it's worth grifting is is the ultimate. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll sell you anything. <laughs> I was doing marketing for like tech, uh, like enterprise tech companies. But I'm like, this is the hard stuff. I can do craft beer no problem it's like a totally different ball game though. yeah but um i convinced them one way or another and here we are still doing it so <laughs> nice uh, that's cool so when when <laughs> when trying to think of questions i asked my wife she came up with a really good one mm-hmm. if if not beer what is your go-to drink oh um i so it's funny um when the pandemic when the pandemic like first happened and we were kind of like you know we, had, we were sort of like pseudo shut down for a little while I finally got really into like making homemade cocktails. Okay. Ooh. Like really good, like craft pre-prohibition cocktails. So that's nice. my go-to. Like, in fact, <laughs> when I go out more often than not, I'm probably ordering a cocktail more than a beer. Yep. Um, because, you know, I have a good beer collection at home. I live basically in a beer factory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're there a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so just throughout, throughout the pandemic, I've really got into like learning how to make like good cocktails at home. Nice. Um, so like particularly like the good, like the classic like whiskey ones and, you know, gin ones are really good. An old fashioned. Frank's is, a, that's a, like my go to. I'm yeah. a whiskey guy. Okay. So like, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a good, solid old fashioned. Mm-hmm. I like nothing tops that for me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah that's like I've, I've, I do those at home all the time. And, nice. you know, if for like a special events, I'll break out like a really like classic, like Trader Vic style, like Mai Tai or something like that. <laughs> or, um, Sweet. you know, I'll do like a nice, like Jamaican rum daiquiri or something. Oh, nice. So, yeah. That, so it's like, you know, this is the classic cocktails are kind of like yeah. my go-to. I'd say. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Me and my wife do the same thing, especially during the summer. We'll like pick our summer cocktail and that's going to be like our go-to for the whole summer so like last year was blue hawaiians oh cool yeah yeah like I, yep you made yeah, one for and, one of the shows yeah yeah like we'll make it by the pitcher and mm-hmm. then like do like you know okay like long it's like yeah like, <laughs> yeah so that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. i can dig that can and that. it's just another you know as a craft beer nerd it's like something i can be snobby about so like now like cocktails is a new thing i can be snobby about and stuff sweet like that so it's fun nice. yeah I, there's something to be said about like owning a brewery is like you literally can be like you know what? I really want to know what like a, a maple coffee stout tastes like. Mm. Brew it up. Brew it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So in, in your, okay. In the, in the history of the company, mm-hmm. this might be kind of weird. What's one, cause obviously you guys cycle through different brews all the time. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. What's the one that you, um, were okay. Two. Okay. I'm actually going to loop two questions into this. Okay. What's one brew that you guys did briefly and want to bring back and what's another brew that you did briefly and failed but you would like well you know yeah, like, yeah. like one that you were like oh man like you know like it could have been better. I want it we, we got to give this another shot because it it was that good like maybe we just missed the time yeah so. that's a good question uh one that I would want to bring back um so he so Greg did a sour beer um our first year that was made with cascara Mm-hmm. Which, if you guys know what cascara is, it's um, I don't. It's a, it's kind of like a tea, but it's made with dried coffee skin. So basically, when they make when they make coffee beans, there's a byproduct, it's the skins, and you can dry those out and make tea with it. And it kind of has a cool like 
don't know, raisiny, leather, cherry vibe. So if you're into like darker beers, it's kind of a similar vibe. Yep. And so we did a, a sour beer with that. Um, that was really kind of cool and interesting. It kind of like tasted like an older Belgian ale sort of vibe. Um, but I think I think we just did it like too early in our like you know our company lifetime. Like right. people were looking for cooler, like exciting things, and this is sort of like a really almost like esoterically style, so like way left field. Exactly. Kind of yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. Um. So that didn't perform very well. But I know Greg like definitely wants to take another stab at that one. I'd be down with that. I love. Yeah, anyway, anyway, we do. I mean, we do a, like our sour beer program. We just rotate through them constantly with different, um, a lot of like seasonally inspired things. Like mm-hmm. um, we currently have one. Like we did one for the holidays that was made with uh, juniper and cardamom and coriander. It was just, like a very gin vibe. Right. Yeah, that um, last cool. week actually. They do. Yeah, it's yeah. called it's called making spirits bright, which I think yes. is a brilliant name. Oh too. yeah, that was great. Yeah, love. I love a good like gin and tonic. So like having those little hints of like juniper, that piney kind of like yeah, exactly back note to it. That yeah, that was that's really how good. I describe it. If someone's like, "What's that? What's making spirits bright like?" I'm like, "Do you like gin and tonics?" And you like this? It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. Um, yeah, it was good. It was, like, I screwed it up. I, I accidentally drink the other making spirit bright. I I had two when I was saving it for the podcast. Mm-hmm accidentally drank it we got this we had no we no no i'm yeah. talking about the week prior so yeah. i ended up drinking winter valley ale oh right yeah yeah valley so, winter ale yeah that, sorry yeah <laughs> i said it wrong but yeah like so i had that last week he had the making spirit bright yeah the, the funniest part is i found the one that i thought that i drank <laughs> oh like, well there you go that's like yeah. some delayed gratification yeah I, yeah i at least have one <laughs> more just to <laughs> um what about a, a beer that like you guys came out temporarily that you're you're thinking about you know making like should be permanent? Oh, that's what, a good question. Yeah, without um, spilling the beans too much, or whatever, if it's going to be like a big. Yeah, no, we don't have any like hard plans like that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, one thing we're doing this year is we're, you know, we're getting out to the distribution market a lot more. Just, I noticed that. I yeah. see you guys at a bunch of places I never saw you before. Yeah, so that's kind of going to force us to sort of um, hone in and focus on certain styles and just yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, I think you'll see the sour program specifically because that's, you know, the sour beers throughout the year, we probably do like, I don't know, at least 15 per year. Yeah. Um, we might reel that in a little bit or at the very least like double up on certain ones and Mm -hmm. put more, you know, sales and marketing kind of effort behind certain ones. It seems to be like, that seems to be the past year or two. Sours have been, that's like the market that I've seen really peak. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, and we pride ourselves on having a lot of, you know, variety across our styles, but you know, week over week the hoppier styles like you know war castles our flagship ipa and whatever rotating ipa we have on at certain times like that's week over week that they're going to be top of you know the mm-hmm. best sellers um but then the sour beers whatever rotating one we have it's right behind there you know right yep. one top one two or three every single week nice um so yeah it's an incredibly popular style it's also a good gateway beer for a lot of people yeah uh, yeah i would say so because it's so fruit forward mm-hmm. you know and and kind of like has that acidic hit that exactly like yeah you might get off of like an alternative malt beverage you yep. know or wine drinkers it's a great right. bridge for them as well yeah but, but at the same time if you're into craft beer too like you just love sours as well so it, it yeah. kind of offers the you know something to really is offered you know it's a cliche but it offers something <laughs> for everyone you know? yeah yeah definitely that's cool mm-hmm. well that sounds exciting man yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. So, you know, I don't know, you know, the, the portfolio is going to change a little bit over, you know, the year. Um, but we're always looking for, um, 
you know, always looking to introduce new things, new creative things. Right. Um, and also bring back a lot of old favorites. Like if we have a beer last year that was a hit, we're going to bring it back this year. Like uh, our next hour is going to be, it's called Palms Not Bombs. It's a pomegranate. I love the name. Yeah, it's you so guys, cool. You guys are spot on with names. <laughs> yeah. I will, I'll tell you, we came really, really close to calling it um, Palm Like a Bomb, the Rage Against the Machine song. Oh, but we were like, oh I wish you did that. I was so, we were Damn. so close to calling it that, but we we're like, Palms Not Bombs is a little bit more like, it's a little bit lighter and a little yeah. bit more like Slightly on brand for us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, we're a very like, uh, our brand is very positive and, yep. and things like that. Um, so, you know, our Rage Against the Machine song, while it's great, it's, you know, a little mm. heavy for our, our brand, but it, it's so very, we call it Palms Not Bombs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, that's pomegranate, grapefruits, and um, cinnamon. Sign me up. Ooh. We kind of, and we just sign me the fuck up. Yeah, it's really <laughs> good. Uh, it's super, it's one of the more tart sours we have too, because yep. the grapefruit really has that like acidic kind of vibe to it. Um, but yeah, that like that hint of cinnamon must add some like good depth behind it. Just too. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. It's a little bit at the end, it kind of heats up just a bit, and you're like, ooh, yeah, ooh, all right, that's, sweet. This isn't this is playing around. That's awesome. But uh, we kind of like that was sort of one we just sort of came up with on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it just flew out of the tap room, so we're definitely bringing that one back. And that's just kind of how it happens. Yeah, um, you know the the one of the the good things about being a smaller brewery is we can experiment with things and see what really resonates. And if it if it goes well, next we know it's you know it's a regular regular yeah. beer for us. That's awesome. Yeah, like even this. So like even the midnight jitter or the uh, was it mi- nightclub Club jitters? jitters yeah. yeah, which is a uh, the, that's the name of a song by the Replacements. Okay, which is uh, one of our go tos kind of playing in the tap room. Yep. So we just we nice. sort of name. There's no like real specific thing other than we thought the name just kind of sounded kind of like the oh, beer. Definitely well, works. Yeah, you've got like the coffee, vibe. so you get that like the coffee. The jitters, jitters. Yeah, nightclubs yeah. with bourbon and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah exactly. no, that's that's great. It, it's so spot on. Yeah, yeah. Really I will clever. say like I I've had quite a few of you guys' beers. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you guys, unlike a lot of other breweries, aren't afraid to like make big steps, do something different, mm-hmm. like like tree houses, your night shifts, like. They really just brew the same stuff. They IPA they do come out with IPA new stuff. IPA. They're definitely known for like lo- yeah, a lot of the regular things. Yeah, um, I mean yeah. they always do. I think they do more variety than people give them credit for. But they, I mean, they definitely promote you know their their IPAs and stuff like right. that. Um, I, I which guess, is great. But our I mean our whole our whole yeah mission was to be just you know as varied as possible. It really and, is, and it works. Like I, yeah, I Thank you. I have not found a beer that you guys have released that I didn't like. I, like, yeah, no, thank you for that. And I, I give Greg a lot of credit for that because he does a lot of beers that I think could go sideways on you really quickly. Yeah. Um, the Making Spirits Bright being one of them. Yeah. Um, our other uh, holiday beer is called Beer de Fat, and it's a, uh, a strong spice lager. So that has like ginger allspice and it's stuff amazing. like that. It's amazing. I tried it, but it, like I really, really wanted to do the, the, the two that I had gotten mm-hmm. around Christmas time. But like I, I seriously regret not getting that. Yeah. It, oh no, that was on tap, right? It was on, on, we had yeah. cans too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the cans flew at the tap room because it has our tap room cat on it. So once we put the cat on the, la- on the labels, they just go. Nice. Um, but you know, he, he has a lot of styles that I think um, they have when they have sort of different flavorings and stuff like that. Like I said, they can kind of go sideways really quickly. But he finds a way, even just with the first whack at them, to really bring them into balance. Yeah. And um, have them just you know really be like the the finished product right out of the gate that it takes some talent and like a serious set of balls mm-hmm. to like do some of that type of stuff because like if you think about the making spirits bright like what's the one alcohol or booze you probably wouldn't mix with beer i don't think it would be gin yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know like you want a that, christmas tree like yeah. seriously <laughs> you, you know like you get like malty and, mm-hmm. and hoppy you know like okay maybe the hoppy like floral thing will kind of like 
pull into the gin a little bit. But yeah. like, yeah, gin is not my like go to. I'm gonna mix this with another type of booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gin and, do not mix gin and beer and think it's gonna be the same thing as making spirits bright. Just, yeah. just, just get the making spirits bright when you can. Yeah. <laughs> but we've we've one thing we've done is we've kind of like found a little uh, I guess a repeatable thing we can do is take this like classic styles of beer and just find ways to do twists on them. Like yeah. um, in the summertime, we did a cream ale, which is like a very historical style of beer. It's kind of like the American answer to the German lager. It's just a very clean, crisp ale, yep. as light as possible. We added dry coconut to it. Oh, it was called uh, the one with the coconuts. Uh, so it was coconut. <laughs> it, was a, it was a coconut cream ale. So yeah. Um, like doing things like that. So it's just a, a really a kind of a modern twist on like a super historical style. And I think that's, and this is another thing, a black lager, which is, has roots in, you know, German and Czech brewing for centuries. For sure. Then we just add bourbon barrel aged coffee to it. So I think you know, that you're going to see more things like this that are like historically based, but we just kind of add our own twist on them. That's awesome. And it makes it, 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 it again, it impresses people that um, aren't like super duper into craft beer, but at the same time, if you are into craft beer, you're like, ooh, yeah. black lager with a cool twist. Like exactly. that's, that's fun and yeah. exciting. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Cause it is like a really flooded, like the craft beer market mm -hmm. is like, okay, everybody's putting out some kind of like a, a hoppy whatever, or like, oh yeah, we do IPAs. It's like, well, yeah, you're a craft yeah. brewery. I would expect that. Even beyond that, I mean, anything yeah. that can be done has been done. So, yeah. you know, finding unique things in your own way, it's, it's tough, but at the same time, you know, it's, it just, pushes you to be more creative yeah no it definitely gives you guys like more of an identity you know, like, you. okay yeah, yeah like okay we do yeah sure we do like the craft beers we put out a good quality product these are like our off menu kind of items you yeah, know like yeah. it's like that kind of like secret menu type of thing it's like no but you should really try it. yeah yeah you know over the cool. summer we did a um we did a english uh what was it oh english bitter which is like a super English beers are not very popular and I mean like traditional English beers are not very craft or popular in American craft beer right uh, so we did a bitter we just add, we just did we added glitter to it um, <laughs> so it was, a, it was a glitter bitter whoa the only reason we did it because glitter bitter rhymes sure it was called shabooms um, <laughs> oh was, my god and it was god. it was our uh, we did it was a powwow it was a uh, collab with yeah it was, a, it was a collab with powwow Worcester which is a big street art festival every summer powwow Worcester's awesome yeah yeah it was, it's great um, so we did a big, you know, launch party with them and stuff yep. like that. But um, again, it's it's a super traditional style that, like, on its own, is like basically dead in American craft beer. Like nobody sure. does a British mild anymore. You don't you don't hear it anywhere. Exactly. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just added glitter to it, and <laughs> that's like, crazy. And it, it was great. It was popular, and I think people really, you know, at the same time, it kind of gives people an appreciation for a different style of beer too. Nice. Speaking that's of awesome. shabooms. <laughs> oh, I went to the Railers game last night and uh, we parked in that parking garage yep. that used to be Shaboom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, like I got out of the car and I was just like, oh my God, it's been like 20 years. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like since I've been in this garage. I'm not from Worcester <laughs> originally, so I've never been to Shabooms. You're same here. Yeah. Same really? here. Oh I've my God. Definitely yeah. been kicked out of there multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've definitely been in there and yeah. stood awkwardly while my date like just danced with other people. <laughs> so. Oh, I've been to, a, I've definitely been to bars like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have one last question sure. for you before we, you know, get on with the rest of the show. Yeah. Sure. Being, you guys have been open for about three years now. Yeah. It was three years. Um, like as of two weeks ago, basically. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. You have an anniversary. We have an anniversary. Yeah, what, exactly. You, yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed like beer trends or trends that you didn't necessarily see coming or, like did see coming and aren't you know working as much as they they did like like i for example i've noticed that 
a lot of the IPAs that are coming out, mm-hmm. they're getting more bitter again mm-hmm, a- mm-hmm. instead of getting fruitier. Mm-hmm. Like th- I did not see that coming. Yeah, I think um, generally, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, the, the the New England IPA trend, which is kind of like taking crafter over in the last, you know, four or five, six years, it's definitely here to stay. People are into that. But you are seeing a little bit more opening for just different types of variety and different things that challenge your palate. Um, and that can come in the form of a more bitter IPA that can come in the form of different types of lagers that can come in the form of sour beers and other things like that. Um, so while I think, you know, the hazy IPA is definitely here to stay. There is just a big opening for more creativity and more different things because people, you know, the, your palate kind of goes, you know, in ebbs and flows. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so things, you know, that you weren't into maybe a year ago, you're going to try now, but then eventually, you know, you might come back to your, your hazy IPAs, but you're going to have a different perspective and you're going to perceive them differently and taste them differently. And that's just kind of part of, you know, not to be cliched about it, that's part of the journey though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if your name's Frank, you, you nothing bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Okay, like <laughs> I like hazy IPAs. Hazy is okay. Juicy's mm. juicy's okay. Okay, the the New England style. I'm all right with that. Just like straight up double IPAs. Mm. Bring it. I to will. Me. I we have noticed that like the boozier things, uh, particularly double IPAs recently, they've they've ticked down a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I, I think people. I don't know if it's a health thing too. Like people want like maybe just you know lower alcohol beers. Like obviously non alcoholic beer is a, an emerging trend. Yeah, um, that I think is going to be a force in the industry. That I was um, actually going to mention that as I've mm-hmm. seen it a lot lately. Yeah, like they're doing non-alcoholic IPAs, non-alcoholic like like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sours. Yeah, I think now that people have, um, you know, from what I can tell, have figured out how to make them actually like taste good. Yep. Um, you know, Notch Brewery, for example, in Salem, who is a brewery that we you know absolutely adore. Um, they came out with one a couple months ago. Our friends down the road at Greater Good, they just came out with one like this week, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. They, then, they, they make good good have to check stuff it. too. Yeah, they, they really do. Yeah, yeah. They have my like go-to New England IPA, the, the, the Pulp Daddy. Pulp Daddy, yeah. That's a yeah. great one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because it's so good juicy. Good Night Moon. Good Night yeah. Moon's pretty good too. Oh, yeah. It's like Greylock. so juice forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Greylock, yeah. So That's a big boy. Too. That's like 12%. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah. say, a, yeah, that that's one. So like I got my brother-in-law a, uh, a growler of Greylock for Christmas a couple years ago. And even he was like, he's like, man, this is good. But he's like, at this point, like if I, I'd rather have like a mixed drink. So that way you don't feel bloated, mm-hmm. you know, because like you don't get the beer bloat. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a heavy. I mean, that, I mean, greater, greater, they've, they've grown like so much over the last year. I mean, they're, they're a right. top tell, I think they're a top 12 brewery in yeah, Massachusetts right now. I yeah. Wor- I worked yeah. there for a while. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gray- I didn't know me- that. Yeah, Greylock messed me up bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they give you like a beer, like, here, have this before you go home, you know, like end of shift. And I was like, this why would you do that? You, sure? like, what? you guys are assholes. <laughs> what's funny is, so they're um, one of their. How did it? Like, it's a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. That's what's dangerous about those beers. Yeah. 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 What's funny is their brewer, Meredith, actually went to brewing school with, with our oh, brewer, Greg. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, nice. No, yeah. So we love those guys, and it's. I think you know it's cool that they they do. You know, they're obviously their imperial beers are their thing. But now they're they're pivoting into non alcoholic stuff, and I think that's kind mm. of you know indicative of the fact that people that's that's definitely going to be a market. And people so basically, are what go. you're saying is Odulis has competition. 
Oh yeah, Odulces. Oh, okay. They better watch their back. It's coming big time. <laughs> you hear that, Odulces? You know what yeah. fucking coming for you. Yeah. In all honesty, it's about time they have competition. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, St. Pauli girl came <laughs> out with one. Yeah, yeah. there's oh, been God. like some old guy like I've courted the market. <laughs> yeah, Heineken's had one for a couple years too. Right. But none of the craft games into it. I mean, I think athletic is the one that's really like taken sort of uh, you know the pole position and the craft. Not I mean, they've they've blown up into a you know several million dollar company just on wow. non stuff. So the them. the smaller craft guys like us, I think, are going to take note and you know we'll see how it goes. But interesting. Um, I think you guys have a great company. I, Thank I, you. I haven't, like I said, haven't found anything I hate. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, this is only my second sampling of from the so No, we have to fix that then. Yeah. No, so far it's like great. Yeah. No, <laughs> this one we were like we're all like super stoked on how this one has come out. It was nice. funny is you know this this past weekend was like 60 degrees out. Oh, yes. So nobody wants a coffee black lager. So <laughs> so we're like, oh no one likes this one. And we're giving today, them away. That's it right. was snowing today and it was like everyone ever every, every other order was a nightclub jitters. So Sweet. we're like, all right. All right. We're, we that's hit the how season you know well. the weather is a- <laughs> so fucking bipolar. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm going to be happy today. Tomorrow, I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I can assure you, men are not that different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're pretty crazy, too. <laughs> so uh, let, let's get on with the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you, you want uh, you want to take it away? No, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, did you guys happen to see the uh, Brit Awards? Brits Awards? Whatever. I didn't watch the award show, but I did catch the uh, Ed Sheeran "Bring Me the Horizon" mashup. I'm such an asshole. I didn't even know there was an award show. So, oh, did yeah. you at least right. see the video? No. Oh my god! It's like their Grammys. It, it's okay. you know what I mean. Yeah, but that's what it's called. The Brits it's called the Brits. Okay. It, when I tell you, it's a man. Collaborate- it's a piece of shit American. <laughs> they got award shows over there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> when I tell you it's a collaboration I did not see coming, like that, I'm a hundred percent serious. But like, it's a collaboration I now need to see in. See, like, I, c- I could totally fruition. see that coming. I mean, yeah. Bring Me the Horizon sucks nowadays. yeah you're not wrong go ahead okay so we're gonna jump ahead because this was my recommendation this week yeah was to actually check out the performance on the brits so you know here's a little sound bit right here so you can hear i i don't know what the drop is hold on oh come on steve i gotta mark it we're pros funny ear quotes so here is the the 30 second clip we have my bad habits lead to you Every pure intention ends when the good times start Falling over everything to reach the first time spot So yeah <laughs> I mean it's obviously not enough to like give an impression no, of No, I'll song. check it out. There's a little you bit know? of screaming in there too. Yeah. At the very end. At the very end, yeah. Ollie like, Sykes you know. is like Ollie Sykes pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he does his But it, it it it's so weird to hear that voice or that song come out of his voice. Yeah. And it, it's a I love it. You know what's even weirder is seeing Ed Sheeran playing a PRS like through like a uh, I think he was using like a John Petrucci model um head like a Mesa Boogie, you know? Like what does he typically play? A Laravee acoustic that's like the size of like a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it was just really weird <laughs> seeing him play like 
you know, he's like palm muting metal, like, you know, yeah. so that was pretty, uh, it, it's, it's a pretty weird performance. There's like choreography. And yeah. Obviously. yeah it's it's like, for an award video show thing but, on the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, and it's weird because you, like, it was like heads just floating into the air and everything. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, that's it's, not Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a cool, it, it's a cool mashup. I yeah. mean, it's, it's right in there with like the pop goes punk kind of. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's no, definitely, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. yeah. But really weird. <laughs> really random. All right. So. I need to know what is your gaming headset story? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Took him a second. <laughs> I, I, like, I read that. Hit like, the crickets. Hit the crickets. No, what's funny is I read I that. And I was like, no, I was like, I wonder what that story is about. I totally forgot it was about me. <laughs> <laughs> No, so when I fucking got, my wife bought me a pair of turtle beaches. It was my first pair and with a surround sound. Your like wife that. buys you stuff? Oh, dude, all the time. Oh, you're I've so gotten every single game system from her and stuff. I don't, I don't know to why. To be fair, my wife has bought my last three. My wife won't buy me another, she says, as she buys me another. <laughs> so, but, so my, my old house, the way my living room was set up was like the way these stairs are. This is where our couch was. The stairs, the stairs were up to the bedroom, you know, yep. so it's just a railing behind it and stuff. So I'm playing my game and I'm like, wow, these are really good. Like, it's amazing here in the sound. So I'm like, what else can I use these for? Right. So I, I decide <laughs> to fucking put on this chick getting railed. Right. Obviously, it's <laughs> oh, porn God. I'm talking about. I didn't about. know we were going there <laughs> oh, yeah. tonight. And <laughs> I, no. I, I watched it. I'm watching we're this chick. We're earning our E next yeah. to this thing right now. <laughs> I'm watching this chick get railed, right? My wife comes down the stairs, but she doesn't say anything. She just stands behind me. Good for because her. the rails, you can put your hands through. Sure. You know? So I'm on the couch. I'm going to town. I'm oh about God. to ejaculate. And she's like, ha, <laughs> Well, guys, I don't remember the last that last time I wore those headsets after that because I was like, you fucking ruined it forever for me. You know? Okay. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, she got me good. Wow, yeah. we went there. <laughs> Four and two weeks in a row. Oh, my God. That was... Welcome. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was so pissed. Well, it was good talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's out. <laughs> leave, leave the beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Please. she fucked with me good. Yeah. All right, uh, we got to Okay, let we got to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're watching this. Oh, the Super Bowl's over. Oh, people are crying. People are crying. Wait, what just happened? Okay, so we we got the we got it on the. Uh, he looks over. angry. Okay, did Cincy lose? Not sure. He I, looks well, angry. I so, think I saw Odell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. La yeah, won. Blue, blue wow. and yellow. Nobody cares. It's oh, over I'm with. Crying, I'm crying. We okay. must have missed a lot because last time we looked, the well, yeah. Bengals so, were winning. So they there was still they like got eight a, minutes left in the fourth. <laughs> it, with a minute and like forty two seconds, they they scored a touchdown and an extra point. Oh. And apparently, Natty couldn't come back. Damn, I can't tell if he's crying or sweating. Uh, whatever, both. both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys have a pick or a preferred winner going Cincinnati. in? Cincinnati. I wanted Cincinnati. The Cincinnati would have been good for like the comeback injury. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Um. But I was like kind of secretly hoping the Rams would win, like little. Bit. My my problem for no is, reason is like, really. My thing yeah. is is like n- nobody in LA gives a fuck about LA. Yeah. It's LA. It's, it's LA. a transplant town. LA. Yeah. LA. And, and like Cincinnati, at least like uh, put this into perspective. When they had their send off like um mm-hmm. rallies, yeah. 
2,500 people showed up in Cincinnati for see Cincinnati off. Only 2,500? COVID. Oh, COVID. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I was going to say, like, uh. <laughs> when LA, obviously they weren't going very far, sure. but like when LA <laughs> did theirs, they just circled the block. Come back. They had maybe 300 people there. Yeah. Really? Nobody gives a fuck about LA because it's like, it's that big of a, it, it's just, it's, yeah. there's too much there. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like Vegas. Like, Vegas is not many people's hometown. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I feel like LA is sort of like that to an extent. But. It's a, yeah. It's a big transplant town. Yeah. yeah. The upside is, is like, the Raiders now being in Vegas, they have a place that can like really appreciate them. Not saying that people in Oakland, you know, didn't, but yeah, but in Oakland, like you go across the bridge, you've got San Francisco, you go, exactly. you, know, mm-hmm. four, you know, a few hundred miles South, you're getting into like LA ter- territory with like, you know, so like, yeah, I, I get that. It's good that, yeah, it's good that they moved to Vegas. But yeah. I don't know. I was. I just wanted Matt Stafford to win over Joe. I mean, I really? like I like Joe Burrow a lot, but like he just won the national title like three years ago. Like he can yeah, he true. can chill for a bit. Like well, Matt I Stafford's mean, like got his ass kicked in Detroit for like ten 20. years. Yeah, yeah. So he can. That's true. I'm happier he went. And Joe Burrow has plenty of time to win his own. That's yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. I just I, I like the whole the whole idea behind uh, Joe Burrow like mm-hmm. coming back from that injury. Yeah, yeah. At this year, I mean this this right here being that close to winning. It's it's in and of itself a feat. So yeah, yeah that's definitely. all that really matters. Yeah. But regardless. Okay. Um, regardless, New England wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's cool that like, you know, the Patriots beat the Rams twice and like the year Brady retires, like they win it. Like that's you know, that's kind of a cool story. Yeah. Thank and they beat Brady along the way to do it. So, you know, thank the ghost is kinda of, it's always a fun story. We keep covering this, but people keep saying that Brady's may not be retired. Actually, Matt Stafford himself. Yeah. Said that he thinks that Brady's going to end up in San Francisco. Oh wow! Yeah, that I've heard. There so are many rumors people. flying around that There's like Garoppolo's lot. out. Well, yeah. Garoppolo, Garoppolo, like right after they lost, he was like, "Yeah, I don't expect to be playing in San Francisco next year." Yeah, the writing's mm-hmm. kind of on the on the wall there. I think so. Well, I think Garoppolo potentially ending up in Tampa Bay is that's just as fun of a storyline. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. I don't think I, I like. I don't know if Tampa Bay would put up with that. But. No, they would. He, honestly, they need someone because their their QB room right now is bare. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> seriously. Like yeah. in all honesty, Garoppolo is very close to Tom Brady when it comes to, you know, the system. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, it, I I think he'd work well in that system. I just don't want him to. I want him back in New England. But I, I I'm a, I'm a hundred percent on Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that, I think they're gonna stick with Mac for a while. Uh, sorry, I, I got to jump in here. Yep. This is the first time I've ever seen a four-pack holder made out of recyclable material. Yeah, these are totally uh, biodegradable. That's awesome. Yeah. That's actually one of the cool parts that I love about your guys' breweries. You guys are certified. We're a benefit corporation. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little uh, logo here. It says B Corp. Um, what that basically, a B Corp is basically a company that's uh, it's a for-profit company that has um, societal and environmental causes tied into its mission in like a very formalized way. So nice. we had a um, one year after we opened, we had to go through like a, a formal certification process. It's measured against a lot of different categories, like um, um, how we treat our employees, what we do for our community, what we do for the environment, how oh. we sort of run our company from a government's and trans- uh, transparency perspective. And a lot of it is focused on like what are the uh, metrics we're putting into place. It's 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 kind of like really in the weed stuff, like uh, what the metrics are putting into place, what the policies, the trainings are putting into place. Basically, mm-hmm. to make sure that the things that we're doing are going to be 
sticky as the companies grow, as the company grows and scalable and things like that. It's not just going to be like a small company thing that goes away as we grow. Nice. Um, and then we get we get we have, you know we get scored against certain things, but then once you hit a certain threshold, you get the certification, which we did our first year, which was awesome. Our second cool. year, rather. Um, so yeah, and it basically means you know we're a, you know our company um, is as dedicated to doing things for our community and our employees and the environment as we are to making a profit, basically. Nice. So a, a little a small part of that is having um, you know biodegradable holders that reduce our. Um, kind of the waste we're putting out there into the woods. So I mean, you could literally throw this into a lake and it'd be cool. Um, wow. So, <laughs> huh. I'm not going to do it, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> throwing it in the trash or, you know, or a compostable bin is totally fine. Yeah. Sweet. But, but yeah, the, um, we, uh, our, uh, we have a mobile canning service called State 64. Um, they brought, you know, they were able to get these to us really early. Uh, the name of the company that makes these is uh, E6PR. Um, yeah, I mean, they're great. And, then, you know, a lot of companies now are, are experimenting with like paper. You might see those like paper or cardboard holders. Yep. But these ones, from what we've heard from you know the liquor stores that we work with and stuff, these ones are much sturdier, way more dependable. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, definitely. It took some effort to actually like get the can out, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be carrying these things out to the parking lot and have it just like. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I mean no. they do they do slip out occasionally, but I mean the same thing's true for plastic ones sure. too. So, as you yeah. walk down the stairs. Too. Yeah, I dropped one down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know that's but, fine. Um, but I'm drinking it, so the can survived. It was fine. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's what's important. Yeah. So yeah, we love these things. Um, but we, we do a lot of composting in the tap room. You know, we uh, all of our spent grain. We, for example, we donate to local dairy farms, like which is pretty nice. pretty common in the craft beer industry. The yeah. Spent grain goes to farms to feed animals. Nice. Um, we try to source things as locally as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, or if, if if you know failing that, we try sourcing from other you know larger B corps and stuff like that. Um, so you know things like that. The fact that we pay our staff uh, a living wage, a salary, we donate all of our tips to local nonprofits. That's like, yep. one of the big marquee things we do. Cool. Um, so those are the kind of programs that kind of all combined, you know, help us become you know, a B Corp. And those are things that are going to be important to us as we, you know, kind of grow throughout the years. Cool, man. I'm not going to lie. I saw you guys were hiring. I, I seriously <laughs> considered. <laughs> Go for it. We're still hiring. Yeah. Well, I, I can't leave. I can't leave my regular job. And you guys are looking for like every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, you know, if you ever want a career change, all right. So the other thing we do is uh, blind hiring. Um, so I can't like, I can't like, you know, slide Steve's resume and sure. stack there. Um, but what that basically does, you know, right. when we, when someone gives us, um, we, we don't even do resumes or cover letters. We have a, a questionnaire that kind of asks about like, what's their interest in craft beer come from? Like, what are they, uh, you know, what are their career goals? You know, what, why do they want to work for us? Yep. Um, and before the hiring team gets information, it gets, one of our employees blinds it. So there's no information about their age, their gender, uh, their background, anything like that. We do, we, this person's just a number to us, but wow. the, the, the content is there. Um, that's basically just to kind of reduce any sort of implicit bias we might have. Yeah. Um, because those things exist in the hiring process. Everyone oh, yeah. knows it. Um, so in order to make sure that we can kind of give everyone a fair chance, um, and it's worked really well. Like the our our candidate pool, when we get to the final rounds, ends up being way more female focused, way way more LGBT people involved, uh, way more people of color involved. And that's kind of, I think, important for the industry, which is um, you know, being honest, largely you know, and, white, and the, straight men dominated. Absolutely. And the greatest like part is it's way more ironic than it is intentional. Like, like the <laughs> fact that the, the people that you're hiring happen to be part of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's more incidental. Yeah. 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 You're not going out of your way saying like, all right, we got to hire a chick because mm-hmm. we hired a guy last month. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very, um, it's like, no, you're qualified. It's organic. Yeah. 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 
That's um, great. Yeah, we're not tipping the scale. It's just kind of it's really interesting. We're not tipping the scale in any particular way. Yeah. Um, but when everything kind of goes through the process, it ends up being way more diverse than when the process started. Nice. Um, I think that says a lot about you know generally hiring processes and what the potential could be if people if we figure out smarter ways of hiring people. I think cool. it, the process is not perfect, but it, I think it, it's a good step in the right direction. Just for uh, shits and giggles, do you want to throw like a, a, a website link up there? Like, yeah. yeah. So it's it's redemptionrock.beer. Okay. And then, uh, our, yeah, we have the hiring page right on there. See, so if you're, anyone is listening to this and wants to, you know, you get guys started. Located? We are in Worcester. Uh, okay. We're right on Shrewsbury Street. So if you're familiar with Worcester, good. right on, it's one of the main restaurant road drags. Um, if you know where the Coca-Cola building is on, on Shrewsbury Street, mm-hmm. right, take that right as the, you get to the Coca-Cola building and it's right down the street. Yeah, we're in the old Coca-Cola building, which is cool. It's a building that has a lot of character and, um, you know, <laughs> has a lot of challenges as a lot of older buildings do. Sweet. Uh, you know, the floors are all pointed in the wrong direction. Oh, shit, yeah. But yeah. Um, I work in a building that is almost 100 years old. So I totally. Okay, agree. yeah. 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 I get This building's over 100 years old. Yeah, this house yeah. we're in. Is, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Sweet. All right. What's next up on the docket there, Steve? Um, Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. Do, you just... Have you seen the trailer? I feel like yeah. you have. Uh, yeah, okay. I got kids. So I have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, none okay. of my kids would watch that. All right, let, Jimmy. Let's start with you. What are your thoughts on it? You know, it's it's going to be it's a popcorn movie. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's, it's a movie to watch at the theaters. Come on. It's popcorn with the kids. And yeah. Father Day. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of feeling you on that. I'm kind of not too because I really like Jurassic Park, but. Is everyone yeah, caught up? It's on definitely the, a nostalgia thing where it's like, hey, let's. Uh, th- it worked for this franchise. Let's let's throw these fucking people in it. <laughs> That's kind of where know? I'm at. I'm not up so. to date on all the movies yet. I haven't seen the second Jurassic. Yeah, same here. Yeah. It was alright. Okay, I, was I all liked right. it. Although I, it I did just watch Jurassic World a couple nights ago. If your yeah. kid liked it, he'll like the second one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he liked it. I mean, he's four. Yeah. I didn't like, which is kind of like bizarre <laughs> to watch that with like a four year old. No. But he took like all the bad crap, like went totally over his head. He was just like rattling off dinosaur names the yeah. entire time. You <laughs> That's know, so, a velociraptor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So he's like it's a stegosaurus. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm glad I put this on. And you're like missing the blood splatter on the wall. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I feel like in the 90s, like every kid wanted to be an archaeologist. And somehow we all just got away from that. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know a single archaeologist. I'm in close, but yeah, we all did. I don't know what happened. No, right. definitely don't know any yeah. archaeologist. <laughs> but I, at one point, every single one of us at this table wanted to be one. And we're oh, just like, yeah. nope, I don't know what happened. For I, sure. So I, I made some, uh, I made some notes having to do with it. Okay. And mm-hmm. I don't, I have some, thoughts i i <laughs> notes the first thing that i wrote down and i don't know why i said is it okay to have a boner after seeing this okay that's a bit extreme <laughs> but after jimmy's story earlier i suppose nothing's that with extreme. silver fox <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, yeah, yeah i think it's appropriate i, I just yeah, that's true. I, I, I think it's more you guys so. got a headset <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's more so like and that was the next note is like the the two eras of jurassic park Emerging into one, yeah, and the fact that that's happening, for nostalgia's sake, is is something to be like admired. I guess. No, I'm taking the complete opposite way. Really, it's just fucking dumb. That I think it's just a cash tra- doing, grab. Like it just seems like another franchise doing the cash grab. Like, yeah. hey, let's bring out back the older people. We'll get these people involved too. I see you know? you're like. So. Oh, I mean, let's face it. Nostalgia is like, I mean, we're going to get into this later on too with like some Boba Fett talk, but like 
Yeah, it seems to be like all the major kind of like franchises that are like trying to fill out some story. Like, okay, well, what was the original? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's tip into that, you know, yeah. and like and like try to grab So yeah, I, I agree with you more I agree with Jimmy more It'd be cool though if, you know, Lou decides to turn it back and kill Chris Pratt. Okay. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'd be like, okay. Wrong. This got a thumbs up for me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so, interesting. I wonder know. who's gonna die. Somebody has to die. Anybody from the main crew, like including the new and the. So you don't you don't see this as like a promising sequel? No, this is a finale. It's over. It's done. Well, I, obviously, I, obviously, it's over. They said it's over. Yeah, I think they. Uh, but they, like, they you don't, you don't, you don't think it's as good as like two Jurassic World two was? I didn't think Jurassic World two was that good, but I watched it a couple times. I'm just saying. I think the first one in the trilogy of the of the newest trilogy was the best one, and then it just it's going to go downhill. I don't think this is going to be that good. Obviously, I'll watch it, but I think you're wrong. Good. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I have yeah. no idea. Like looking at the trailer, I have no idea what the plot is. Dinosaurs. Yes. So the, like, yeah. <laughs> to, to give away what happens at the end of Jurassic World Two, mm-hmm. most of the movie is uh, is is basically like what the aftermath of Jurassic World. And Makes the, sense. the whole thing is like the the <laughs> main character. I think it's Blake uh, Lively's dilemma. Or Blake Lively is was it her? Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, is Blake Lively in the second one? Not Blake Lively. What's her name? Um, was it uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah. Yes. Bryce, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for it to B, click. There's a I'm B like, name. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucked it up. Yeah. Uh, her her character is like set with like I can not open the gates and they'll die. Or I open the gates and they'll get out and go anywhere they want. And at the very end, she slaps the thing and opens the gates and Jurassic everything. Yeah, yeah so it seems in the trailer well, like the dinosaurs are now just part of the world. Yeah, which, which is why it's hard to be like, okay, what's the plot? Like, there's no, yeah. you can't. Is it just to exterminate the dinosaurs? But or is it? Is there like a specific like, okay, the dinosaurs are coming for this one character we care about? Yeah. For is it more you know pointed in that way? I have no idea. I so, thought it was really bizarre that they focused on like almost the entire trailer happens in snow. Mm-hmm. Like it's winter in 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 whatever in Antarctica. Yeah. So th- this know. was my last <laughs> bullet point that I put is like maybe there's going to be like a Santa Claus tie-in. Then they're up in like Ooh. no, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris Pratt is Santa Claus. Yeah. That's how it all fucking works. They <laughs> become his elves. He takes over for fucking. Uh, Those are his reindeer. Yeah. yeah, I think they're doing a TV show, aren't they? I yeah. heard something about that. What the Santa Claus? They're doing a Santa Claus. I don't even want to talk show. about this. Move along. Whatever. Okay. So, so Tim my Allen is a god. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> my my last like bullet point that I wrote down is like speculation, essentially. Okay. A- asking your thing. Do you think it's going? The end of the movie is going to be the end of humanity or the end of dinosaurs. I think people are going to get butt hurt either way because if it's end of dinosaurs, suspend animal rights people are going to be like, "Oh my god, you killed all the animals!" <laughs> are you saying Pete is going to get involved? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I I don't know. I I feel like I have a feeling that after the last couple of years, they are not going to do an end of humanity story. I don't think we're going to see very much of that. Can't. There's not going to be a lot it's of like soiling green coming out in the yeah. next few years, you know. So I think it's going to be <laughs> soiling green is people. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's definitely going to be like humans live. I don't. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the dinosaurs die. 
I, I seen a, a I was, yeah, uh, they reached like some kind of like peaceful detente kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I was Although, watching somebody and they were saying how like the way it's going to be is like Chris Pratt's touch is going to make it so the animals become calm. <laughs> <laughs> so Black all the Widow. dinosaurs are going to be like one with humanity. And the they're going to work therapist. together. <laughs> there is the part in the, in the trailer where, like, where Jeff Goldblum talks about how like we are you know, kind of at the mercy of nature. So I do wonder if like mm. there was a coexistence thing where we just had to kind of learn to deal with it. I, I was Could actually, be. yeah. that That's a good point. Like, I think... It's, so what's either going to happen is they're going to do their best to exterminate like the dinosaurs. Like you, you, well, there was that scene where the T-Rex like showed up at the drive-in, right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's either like somebody's going to have like a thirty out six and just shoot him straight in the head, or he's going to just destroy everybody. Yeah, but you don't really know. And so I'm, I'm thinking like I didn't get from the, from the trailer. There's a sense like okay, they're out to exterminate the dinosaurs. I that's I don't know what the plot is. Is it are they trying? Right. I didn't get the sense of trying to exterminate it. So is it just like the end of the, the dinosaurs second are coming one, they, for they one? They were trying to stop everything from happening. Yeah, but okay. is that like one small disaster? Because now, now it's like I mean, the, it's clear as like the movies on like a global scale now. Dinosaurs are everywhere. So right. it's like are they trying to stop the global threat or is it like more of an immediate sort of threat? Just the character yeah, based I don't one. Know. I have no I, idea. I think at this point it's global. Do you care yeah. about spoilers on the second one at all? No, not no, no. Oh, okay, I apologize. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. It's fine. Like I said, I don't like like I haven't seen the second one yet. What is BD Wong's role? Like his character? What is his role? He in was the in. One? He was in the original. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that. I know that, and I know he was in Jurassic World. And in Jurassic World, he like flies away in the helicopter with all like the embryos for that like engine company or whatever. So he he. Basically, what did he do in the second one? Die. No, because yeah, he's in the trailer. He he's in the trailer for the third one. Yeah, that's what I was confused because didn't he had like Luke long hair? Him? I thought so. Yeah, that confused me because uh, blue the 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 like the one that they yeah merged with yeah pretty sure she killed him in the second one in the first one. No, not in the first one. No, he flew away in a helicopter. You're yeah. right. I'm sorry. No. They kind of made him a I just watched bad a guy in the. The first sequel, sort of, one, right? yeah, it was like yeah. ambiguously but slightly bad. I thought I thought they would have. I thought they brought on. I remember when I watched it. I thought they brought on back as like a fan service thing. Like, hey, it's the guy from the first one, isn't that cool? Right. And they're like, this guy's actually kind of a dick. Yeah. Now, so right. Yeah. And that and now when in the trailer, it almost seems like he's redeeming himself. Mm. How interesting. Yeah. I. I, I mean, know. when the movie comes out, we'll touch on it. Okay. It's all speculation at this point. Sure. I mean, but, I'll see it because you know. Yeah. Let's just face it. It's Jurassic Park. It's dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs are great. Whatever. I, I remember when I saw the original Jurassic Park. It was I used to live in Western Massachusetts, Chicopee. Mm-hmm. I they, we had this little dinky like home theater, like not home theater, but like little dinky theater, small in, town theater. Yes. Yeah. And I went there, and it was like the shittiest quality you'd ever see it. Yeah. But it was. But it still blew yeah. you away. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. I, I'm. I'm I was excited. the same way with like up in Gardner, like our movie theater was like a tiny ass, like old school, like movie theater yeah, with like three screens that would each hold like 400 people. And that's it. We not even. One. Yeah. Yeah. Not even. And like, I remember seeing Jurassic Park and that with my mom and that was like, oh my God, where did they find the dinosaurs to like film? You know, like it was mind blowing. Yeah. But they're not real. What's <laughs> our they, they, they were no. 50 million years ago. Well, they're not real. I will say for like, you know, obviously the the graphics and all that for they were mind blowing. They still stand up to this, the CG and all that. Yeah. They really do. But when Sam Jackson's arm like falls, I remember as a kid, 
That arm looked so fake. <laughs> it looked like a wax figure. I was, and when I was a kid, I was like, what's that weird fake arm doing? And why is she freaking out? Like, I, like, I, it took me like at least 10 years to realize that was Sam Jackson. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I right. did not did not compute to me that was because the arm looked so fake. It did Hold not look, on to your butts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, what was that? Our second movie rewatch? It might have been second or third movie yeah. rewatch was and, Jurassic And Park. that, like, watching, because I, I hadn't watched it in 15 years. It literally, like, I was like, this C- this CGI is dog shit. Like, just because like I'm used to so much better stuff now. It's hard to take away from like the old stuff you're like the new stuff that you're used to when looking at the old stuff. I guess I don't remind me, legend. Well, I I think that's just because like so much of we might have covered this in the original episode, but like, I think so much of modern CGI is like based in spectacle mm-hmm. and like trying to like really like completely overwhelm you. Yeah, whereas, people fighting in the sky tips. Yeah, exactly. Like whereas, like you know, CGI back then was like okay, you know, like more ground. It was more grounded in reality, for, which for me made the CGI way more believable mm-hmm. than like obviously like if you watch the 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 closing scene of like Endgame, the big battle. It's so fucking ridiculous. Like if you were to try to like, you know, any like it's not real. It's so not real. Obviously, there's like spacecraft and alien crap flying around and Thanos and scrotum chin and like, you know Suspension of disbelief. Right. You have to do that. Whereas like in Jurassic Park, I still feel like you watch that. It's like, oh yeah. Okay, they filmed that, you know. Which they did for a lot of stuff. They did use like actual yeah, you know, which I think made it much more realistic. Like you know, it's that old school like cinematography like vibe yeah. where like you capture it in the lens, it's gonna look bad. Oh, absolutely. You know? I, I yeah, like I said, it's just sometimes it's just like the when the you yeah when you thirty six year old in me right when yeah. you boil down to like super detailed stuff yeah you can. T- it's just the seams. The seams show a little bit, like not even in the CGI, but like, yes, they're, that's like, the best like, way to put it. You know, like I was saying, the fake arm earlier, but also like, um, you know, there's, there's the famous scene where like Jeff Goldblum's injured, but like laying down shirtless with like his, you know, all like you yeah. know, sexy. Hey, Everyone's like, "What the hell? He's dying! Like, why is he looking so sexy right now?" It's a little <laughs> weird because he's from the fly. Yeah. yeah, there's one scene too. The scene where um, when Lexi's like trying to hack into the system and like they're trying to keep the door closed. Yeah. You can see Timmy in the background. He's just like holding his head and jumping up and down. I'm like, right. What a useless little asshole. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> what are you contributing? Yeah. Like, like, you're not, like Spielberg wasn't there being like, do something useful. Don't just, he's literally just jumping like, oh no, oh no. It's like, yeah. I'm like, this is, I, I, it's just, it, it's distracting, honestly. So <laughs> that movie, for all, you know, the technical genius in, you know, I love it. Like, it's great, but it has some idiosyncrasies that are just like, as with all, the seams, you know? almost all Spielberg movies are like that. Though. Mm-hmm. There's always like, it's like this like spectacle mixed with a little bit of shit. Yeah. Except for Schindler's List. That's so like, <laughs> oh, there was a lot of shtick in that. No, there was no shtick <laughs> in, in the Schindler's List. <laughs> that's like the one like, like that, Spielberg that's the movie that I watched. There's a lot of shtick in Schindler's List. Yeah, all right. Let's before we dig a hole, let's just move on from Schindler's list. But uh we don't want to end up one like last a, thing about dinosaurs. Like a, like a, what's her name? Somebody we'll made be... up all those noises. Yeah. And I can never get that out of my head. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Never knowing what a dinosaur sounded like. 
Some motherfuckers like this is what a T Rex sounds like. Yeah, we're gonna establish this. <laughs> this right is what now. a pterodactyl sounds. Like. I feel like the movie has a lot of influence because of that. Like I think like the T Rex has almost like a sort of like mechanical sounding kind of yell. Yes, and I feel like a lot of like every movie action movie since then has like a like it's a monster or something has like this mechanical kind of yelling sound. It's funny you say that because like I can't figure it off. Think of it off the top of my head, but there was definitely like a mechanical like. I can't remember the things they combined to make the sound. Mm-hmm. I but, can't either, but like it reminds me vaguely of Godzilla or like Mecha Godzilla in a way. It's a little more like nuanced than that. Well, it's got that like two tone pitch down yes. kind of roar that the, like the Godzilla high in the mid had. that are mixed. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. Slightly less yodely than, than Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I want to I want to switch gears and talk about something that looks like dog shit. Okay, ha- have you guys seen the Morbius poster? No, have you? No. Can you no? pull it up? Oh on my the thing? god! But I have something else that we could talk about while you pull it up. Go ahead. Yeah, dog go for shit. it. New fucking Bel Air show. Really? Jesus. I'm like I'm I'm like slightly. Have you seen this? Not really. I, no, I've, it I just saw a poster for it. It was literally yeah, like it was on the trailer on the back. I like five, six minutes ago. So, you know, it's, it's like, it's kind of like, what if HBO did the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? That's kind of <laughs> what it's like. It's like a really serious take. on. Okay. Like, so I hear no sound or anything. I'm just watching the trailer, you know, sure. for the visual. And I'm like, they're remaking the show. Yes. Like I see no, nothing wrong with the original. So I don't know why they would make it. Yeah. Okay. So Steve pulled up the Morbius poster. Um, it's typical. I, I heard that Matt Smith is like a good get. I feel like MCU was trying to get Matt Smith for a while, and they like. They, I think uh, one of the co-actors in this one, or somewhere else in the MCU, like who worked with him on Doctor Who, like finally convinced him to do it. So I heard they're pretty happy with that one. I I just like, I heard. I mean, I like right on Wikipedia. The or thing maybe. that takes me away from it is like this. This poster is so generic. Yeah, compared to how they've made the trailer look that it just, it's dog shit to me. So when I was in it's got the school, echoes of like a bat. He's, he's, you know? but yeah. he's in the cave is where he goes. When I was concept. in school for graphic design, we had to do a, uh, like a collage type of um, project. Like we had to pick like some kind of a historical event and then do like a, a graphic project based on it. And almost everybody's thing like ended up somewhat like that. You know, it that yeah. to me kind of reminds me of like like you just went and got like the cheap version. Yeah, I see nothing of original. Yeah, I mean as far if we're just judging a poster. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and let's let's face it. So like if you go back to like in my opinion, like the original so like a new hope, like kind of established the like what I would consider the the gold standard in like a movie poster where Mm. like, here's your villain, here's your heroes, here's all the people and here's some other crap that happens during the movie. And it's all like overlaid and like Photoshopped and laid on top of each other. That's basically kind of like what that. I I think the thing that like, and like the primary, the either the protagonist or the antagonist is looking directly at the camera, you know, or like right at you, which is kind of like what Jared Leto's doing. I, I did read something that the eyes up top are supposed to be his. Yeah. But he's his eyes aren't. His eyes are blue. Yeah. Oh, because he's a vampire. That's when he's a vampire. But, will, okay. So, so the one thing that like, it, it, it's like 
the picture is is the the four five main like people in the movie are just kind of like in in a triangle almost yeah and then there's just a big set of eyes but then there's like echo waves they're they're really focusing on like echolocation and if i remember did you ever read morbius i i remember (laughs) i remember a little bit about morbius and like that was just an ancillary like power that he had was echolocation yeah but they're focusing on that in the movie even the trailer it shows parts where he's focusing on using the echo maybe i missed it there's some like random ass helicopter down there yeah that's yeah because he's on a he's on a trip oh no that they get like a cure for his disease that's where he finds the bats okay all right fair enough yeah no i didn't see it um i I actually think it looks like dog shit i forgot about this movie to be fair but that's because i'm like you guys, yeah, as all of us know, we're Marvel. I'm Marvel now. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I like Jared Leto, so yeah. I, you know, Requiem from a Dream is still one of my top movies for him. That right, it's fucking insane. Yeah, so I'll watch whatever he puts out. You know, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club, like I never seen it. It's never seen it. It's, I mean, it's one of those movies where like you got to be ready for like this is not going to have a good ending. Yeah, yeah. You know, what like I mean? Requiem for a Dream. Like, yeah, yeah like you got to be in for some heavy shit to watch. Hey, Dallas. That's not a comedy. <laughs> oh what the fuck shit <laughs> i looked at it completely <laughs> different i thought I, it was a game show i know i've seen it but like i i, I feel like prizes. you didn't have your headset on while watching that movie, <laughs> exactly yeah you should have put your headset on I, I know i've seen requiem for a dream but i feel like i'm conflating something that there was a double-headed dildo scene in that right yeah okay Got ass it. to ass. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, but it's not like it's not. Yeah. It all it's comes back around. It's, very, you know, it's <laughs> porn. <laughs> yes. All right. Two giggity, weeks in a row. Giggity. All right. So Morbius. So, eh, uh, I will still- say, as someone who's never seen that movie, like or, or know anything about it, like I do not get any indication that he's a vampire from that. Sure. And the the, the eyes in the background look like <laughs> like a blue version of the Grinch to me. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know the background of, of Morbius at all? No, honestly, I never heard of Morbius until I looked it up like an hour before this podcast. He's yeah. a doctor who's dying of some rare, like super rare disease. Mm. And his specialty in doctordom, whatever, is exactly. No, what no, he's no. Dying keep it. From. Keep it. Yeah. Doctordom. Yeah. Go ahead. His Forever. specialty is, is uh, what he's dying from. Yeah. Hmm. And he, he makes some breakthrough. And it, the breakthrough is going into a cave and finding these bats, and then he turns into a vampire. That's it. I mean, he solves, he kills people. He's it's basically people. like the uh, the origin story to get uh, Blade into the MCU. They okay. want to bring him back in. I was so. getting like Batman meets Mister Freeze vibes, almost, but not really. Okay, <laughs> with a with a touch of Assassin's Creed with that hood, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so like. The one thing I want to say about it before we switch gears and, and go to the last topic, one of the last two, three topics we have. Yeah, we um, added on a couple right before the show started. I really, really hope that this movie ends up being good just because, like, I don't trust Sony with anything anymore. Like, they, they really find a way to fuck something up. If that makes sense. Do they? Yeah. They, they okay. Really? So, like, like, recently? I'm like, Venom 2. Venom I, 2 was good. I didn't see it that was. yet. It wasn't really bad. No. Have you seen it? I've not seen Let it. Let there be carnage. The, no. The, the okay. Tom Hardy ones I've not seen. No. Uh, Have you seen Venom, the first? It's actually pretty entertaining. Have you seen the first Venom? It's basically. No, I've seen the Tom Hardy one. Yeah. Uh, which is, which I should. I love Tom Hardy, so I should. He's, no, the first one's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, but to me, like the, 
the second one was literally they they're like, okay, Carnage was cool, but what are we gonna do? Oh, we'll give him a love story, and then we'll just repeat the plot lines from part <laughs> one okay. over again. That's how that, I felt. That's know? sort of what is like Carnage's like, you know, Carnage and Venom's Forte. like origin story is you know they're both like symbiotes and aliens. Oh no, they made Woody House and have a, a, a girlfriend that he's oh, in love right. with. It was just, uh, yeah, the, there were some parts where I'm like, what? Yeah, but like the whole thing was like Tom Hardy and Venom in part one was like good guy, bad guy, sure, good cop, bad cop, like that Wait, type that, of scenario. Was Tom Hardy Venom or Carnage? Venom. 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 Was, Woody Harrelson was yeah. Carnage. That's why okay, I really cool. wanted to see it. All right, yeah. I, was, I was afraid awesome. I may have fucked that I, up. I will <laughs> say that Woody Harrelson made Carnage look amazing. Like, I can imagine that. Woody Harrelson, like I said, he you've seen Natural Born Killers, right? Yeah, like right. that. He plays fucking crazy, amazing. Mm-hmm. That, that's all that really matters to me. Well, you know what's kind of okay. So here's my thing about like the Woody Harrelson, Tom Hardy thing. Tom Hardy is an incredible character actor. He's like, incredible. He's every, you ever seen Lawless? Yes. Oh my god. You ever seen Warrior? No. Mm-hmm. That, was that was good. good boxing, too. right? But uh, like, MMA, but yeah. yeah, same thing. Like every <laughs> single movie that guy does, he takes whatever character he's cast for and like really brings it to like. The top level that he can Bane. do. Bane. <laughs> hey, I like Bane. I actually really like his characterization of Bane. Uh-huh. And um, you know, like well, he was Sean Connery. And, yeah, it, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, we got you. you sound like the Swedish. Chef, I was but. born into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make fun but, of it, um, but I, I thought it was good too. Yeah. yeah. So, like, anyway, he's like a character actor. Yeah, I watched like, him only a dozen degrees. times. That's it. Woody Harrelson kind of plays himself with like different costumes. You know, like to an extent. You're not like, wrong. Yeah. He he's got that. It's kind of like um, Matthew McConaughey. Like he's gonna mm-hmm. play different characters, but it's always gonna be all right. All right. At, all at right. Core, yeah. it's, Ironically, it's my favorite thing for both of them. Yeah. They're in it together. True Detective season oh. one. Okay. Yeah. It's Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Oh, holy oh, shit! Crazy. Which is great. Holy they're, shit. they're playing like yeah, their guys. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen True Detective, it's, and I need to get on that. The season one is awesome. Season two ain't bad because it's all, it's just different people. Mm. And then season three brings it back. It's really cool. nice. Nice. Yeah. Season one yeah. is fucking holy shit. But, yeah. So like the Venom and Carnage thing, like they're two sides of the same coin in a way. No. You know? Well, uh, <laughs> Venom and Carnage kind of are. So so Carnage was like a terrible symbiote that took over a terrible person. Whereas Venom was a terrible symbi- symbiote that took over like a not so terrible person. No, you have I, it a I don't little know. bit backwards. <laughs> Carnage was like the most ruthless, like douche fuck. Like I'll kill anything and everything that's yeah. in my way. Uh, Venom was more so like an antihero. Yes, like he kind of like the Punisher. Yes, right. He, he doesn't mind killing to get the greater good. What was his name? Eddie Something Brock? J- no, 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 no. Oh. Like the way they wanted to call themselves. It's so, like they want. They had their own superhero. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking. Was about. Was it in I, the second one? Yeah, because he uh, mentioned. Well, he mentioned the first one. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, we're gonna be this. Yeah. Something justice." And then, oh, the fuck, dark justice. Oh, okay. Something like that. But anyway, like they're they're two character types. Like even as actors, like they play off each other. And I feel like the two versions, like. I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought. Don't, we don't go into like expecting big mm-hmm. hopes. It's not yeah. bad to sit down and watch, but like, like I bought the DVD. My kid loves it. Yeah. But for me to watch it again, I don't know. Because like when I see Carnage, I wanted R. 
That dude it is. Should have been. That dude is violent. That dude has murdered people. Yeah. Murdered so many people. And then they was like, "Oh, this is PG. We're just gonna." It should okay. have been. It should have been Deadpool, but dark. Yeah. It really yeah. should have. And if they did that, they they would have nailed it. But the only issue was they made it PG thirteen because the original Venom was PG thirteen, and they felt if they went uh, rated R, they would have alienated lost. their original yeah. audience. Yeah. And they didn't want to chance it. So because so many people bring their kids to that movie. Which is. Yeah, <laughs> can I? Just it's not for that? their kids; it's for us. I mean, granted, I did just like let my four-year-old watch, watch. Jurassic World, but <laughs> 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 like whatever. <laughs> All right, so okay, Apple. A- Hold on, before we continue, okay. what was your take on the Bel Air thing? So the Bel Air thing, it was exactly like I said. It was like I'm looking forward to it because okay. it's because, like I said, I only watched the video. I didn't see no audio or anything. I listened to any audio. If you mm-hmm. if you take the core story that wow, I can't believe I'm getting like heady about fucking Fresh Prince. <laughs> if you take the core story of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is like it's a, it's a redemption story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like eh. no, it kind of is though. Like let's face it, like the, here's a troubled teen who's really in a bad situation, being brought up, you know, in a bad neighborhood. You know, single I think you're parent, at it way differently single parent kind of thing. And it's like, okay, well, like you're fucking yourself up. You got to go like, go here. You, you yeah. know, I'm going to give you the best chance possible. Like this mother sacrificed her like time with her child to give him the best chance possible to yeah. succeed. You know, like if you boil it down to the very essence of what the character has to go through, the character of, of Will. Yeah, Will. It's actually kind of compelling, so I'm kind of interested to see like what the serious take is on. So the, that's like, what this this is going to be. It's really what it is. Like Carlton is not a com. It's not a comedy. The whole entire oh no like, shit. Yeah, it's serious. Oh, so it's the it's the not the original cast, but the original people? characters. Yeah, it's characters? the original mm, characters. Mm. But okay. like like I said, like what if HBO did that story? So which or, one is playing his kid? Because his kids are obviously in the show. Right? No. Will Smith's kids are not in the no. show. It's a what re- the fuck? It's a retelling. <laughs> what do you mean? The original series. This isn't like a Rob Zombie thing where he puts Sherry Moon and everything. No. Coincidentally, no. <laughs> he, he's an executive producer, but no. He is an executive producer. I, I, don't, I don't think, I think the, obviously he, the only movie he ever put his kid in was fucking uh, um, After Earth. Karate Kid. Yeah. After Earth. And and that movie bombed. Yeah. It I, did. And I think specifically because of Jaden Will Smith, Smith and yeah. his kid. Jaden Smith is not a good actor. Do you hear that? We'll call you out. We know you listen. Yeah, Jaden. <laughs> uh, I thought he was okay in the Karate Kid thing. Fart! <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> yeah. You really like now into that one. <laughs> yeah. But no, so so I'm interested to see what this All is. Right. See, I, like I said, I'll, I'll watch the trailer, you know, when I get home. I just seen what it pop up during the Super Bowl. Like, what the fuck is it? It's... It, it's out. You don't have to watch a trailer. Watch an episode. Oh, it's actually out. No. Yeah, it's on, it's on HBO. No, it's on Peacock. Peacock. Oh, well, you just said HBO. Well, HBO. I mean, you oh, said okay, HBO okay. HBO I got you. I got you. network that usually right. only does serious yeah. stuff. Yeah. That makes more sense, huh? Okay. Right. And it's like, it's budget. So they yeah. like threw budget at it. It looks pretty good. Will Smith All is right. an executive producer on it. So he, they, yeah. he, obviously, they're going to have a lot of storylines that they probably had in the original, but right. in a better, okay. maybe better, maybe worse like sense. What, sure. What's this about an Apple Watch, Frank? Well, okay. I'm just so, kidding. I'm kidding. Go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, as I discussed on previous episodes, I smashed my Apple Watch SE on a one wheel ride. Yeah. And um, 
So I, I eventually had to replace it because like the thing wasn't waterproof or any of their crap anymore. Like I cracked the casing, I smashed the glass, the screen broke. Um, so I like Apple was doing some deal where you could like find this one. Like, fuck it. So I just said, oh yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'll just do that. Um, it's cool. I mean, the big thing about like the Apple Watch was like, oh, it's a bigger screen and it goes like edge to edge and it wraps all the way around. And, I mean, mine's kind of like shut off because I'm on. It's it's going into like go to bed mode, but like you know, like it's it's got an always on display. Um, not worth the money over. The- no, I can say that <laughs> flat out. Like the screen is extremely like it's got a better processor in it, so it's like really fast and stuff. But as far as like the added features, so like you know how I it, it does like EEG or like ECG or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't do it on its own. Like you have to like be like, okay, I'm gonna do an ECG now. You know, so like you go into that and like you hold your finger on the crown and you do a heart rate rating or whatever, and it pulls up like your heart pattern. But it's only while you're taking that like test. It's not like monitoring it in the background to detect like any kind of arrhythmia, which is what I thought it was doing. Like that was a huge selling point of like the original like Apple Watch Seven was like, oh, you know, oh yeah. Yeah, but only when you're ta- taking that. Yeah, so you have to keep checking it. Right. Yeah. Okay. It seems kind of weird. I mean, and it will say like, oh, no arrhythmia detected at this time or whatever, you know, and it will like, it'll ping your health provider with like that information. Um, but other than that, it's like, okay, the edge to edge display only matters if you're using a certain watch face that has the numbers all the wrapped around the edges. The always on thing is actually kind of neat. Like, you know, like I don't have to like do some dramatic gesture to like check the time or whatever. And yeah. I do that all the time. And it, it, it always, like, you look like such an asshole. Like, when, when, when you're like, let me check the time, hoppa. And, uh, you know, it's like, that's, it's fucking stupid. I but, look like, like an asshole, yeah. anyways. It's kind of nice. Like, if I'm have at, you seen this face? Right. I'm, fucking <laughs> asshole. We all look like assholes. Yeah. Dan, Dan excluded. But, like, you know, yeah. so like, but Not like, anymore. if I'm like sitting <laughs> at work at my desk or whatever, and I'm shuffling papers, and I I can just tilt and like look at my watch, like yeah. that's nice. I don't have to like. Uh, mine gets so annoying because like I, you know, the where I work and shit like that, just shit falling on it. Where I'm like fucking slap it. I'm like, let's go. Look at the time. Then I'm like, uh, I'll just take my phone. Off. Yeah. So you know? that is one thing. Like it is a really fast. Like, yeah. I don't have to take my phone out anywhere near as many times as I used to. Um. However, I will say, so like this was, so I got the 44 millimeter version. I think it was like four. And the SE is 280. And you get a 42 millimeter. Get the fuck. You know? Now I'm going to get an SE. I'm going to get a Casio. And like, so the SE, since it doesn't Tells do like, time, that's all you need. Yeah. This does blood oxygen too, which is kind of like, SPO2. But in a way, like, so if you're sitting in like a dark room and you're, barely paying attention all of a sudden you'll see like under your wrist it'll like light up like blood right effing red when it's yeah. taking the blood oxygen readings and your heart rate readings it lights up green which it does in all the other apple but like it's much more noticeable than it was that's cool yeah but i don't know i mean it's it's cool it's neat um but i just personally other than like the cool watch faces um no. Yeah. If you're looking to get a new Apple Watch, go ahead and go for it. I'm gonna get the SE. Get the SE. Say that. 
yeah, get the SE, go for it. You know, although I did make a big fuck up. Um, when I got my SE, I got the black watch bands originally. And for some reason, I thought because that was 42 and this was 44 millimeter, that the watch bands were compatible. So I ordered more black watch bands. Yeah. So now they're not two sets. Of, no, they are. I just have oh. two sets of black watch bands. Oh, I'll take one. I, I'm missing. The, oh, really? Yeah, this thing's like it's super small. Okay, I'll see if I can dig them up. Anyway. All right. Uh, anyway, this was this yeah. was the last edition because it was on the Super Bowl. Um, Ring of Power. Yeah, yeah, the new Lord of the Rings show. You probably didn't see it because you were on your way. Yeah, you were on your way here. <laughs> no, I, I know. I seen the trailer. No, the the tonight? that was the teaser tonight. Oh. Tonight they dropped like an actual show footage. Oh, really? It I looks it. It, it looks good. I'm not even going to try and bring it up. We'll <laughs> talk about it more in depth. Yeah, maybe next week it, or whatever. It, it looks awesome. You probably didn't see. It. You're on your way too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it it looks phenomenal. Like they actually like showed footage and characters. I don't know. I'm really pumped about it, but that I think that's because I'm the biggest nerd. So huge nerd. Yeah, massive. Like, I hope I, it's I, horrible just for. I bleed aspect. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, Star Wars! We have to talk about the Boba Fett season finale. We we got to do. Have you it watched? Next. Did you watch Boba Fett at all? No, I'm let's do it next that. week. Okay. I've never seen Mandalorian. You want to do that next I'm week? Yeah, we'll we're we're it. we're an hour and twenty minutes in already. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Um, what about the movie we watch? We're going to do that right now. Okay, all hold right. on before we continue. Uh, Thursday, I took my kid to a show. We went and seen uh, Fit for an Autopsy at the Palladium. Uh, I saw that on Facebook. And uh, dude. It was so cool. We're we're upstairs at the Palladium, and you know, I you part of my recommendations. You say upstairs. You mean the mezzanine, right? The upstairs. The, with only, the Palladium upstairs. You yeah, can either see palladium the Palladium in the main hall or the Palladium upstairs. Yeah, there's only two spots to play shows. Have you at. never been to a show? No, I've been there, upstairs? but I, okay. when he said upstairs, like Fifer and Autopsy is like they can play downstairs at the Palladium. Oh, it was sold out. It was fucking awesome. But when so you say upstairs, upstairs, I when you say the upstairs, whole show is upstairs. So okay, Literally so upstairs. really, wasn't yeah. in the main Holy theater. Fuck. Yeah. No, is that Holy shit? That's surprising, but it's also not surprising because I've definitely heard of like massive national touring bands that. Only oh, I have too, but like I would never have thought Fifth or Not What's Top the cap been... on the upstairs? Acacia like, Street played upstairs, like, and they sold out both 600? nights. Because I played a sold out show at the upstairs, and it was like I think it was like seven fifty. It's it's under a thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's way. Under. But, wow, I'm surprised. But anyways, we got he got to the railing part because like, you know, like uh so he could just watch the whole thing. I wasn't gonna let him stand downstairs. Okay. First of all, he's You're short. Die. Nah, he, who cares about that? <laughs> but he he's short. I want him to see the show. Sure. You know what I mean? There's fucking some tall ass dudes there. Yeah. But so we got upstairs and you know, somebody let him in so they he could stand at the railing and then I gotta I was like watching him from a distance. Yeah. Because there wasn't enough spot for me too, you know. So I've, after every few songs I'd go over like, hey man, you enjoy it? he's like just fucking mesmerized, you know? Yeah. So I finally got to go next to him and the guy was like, oh, this is your kid. He's like, and they pushed over. They let me chill with him oh, the whole night. Nice. But uh, it was really cool watching him react. And I'm I'm upset I didn't record it because I was a kid watching the band and recording the shows. Uh, but watching him sing the lyrics to the fifth and autopsy, I was just like, that ultimate dad moment. We were like, ah, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a really fucking good show. Holy That's shit, cool. the sound. Uh, was the sound actually good? Because Amazing. They, they updated so much. Really? That's actually part the of my recommendation. The guy who owns the railers is the one who owns the... the they did now. such a great mm-hmm. job. Downstairs sounds good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But there's certain spots where it, it's too echoey for me. Yeah. Like, if you're really close to the stage, but upstairs, uh, even with the, the kid, 
you know, my phone and stuff like that. I was like, this is just fucking insane. Yeah, because like you know, it felt like a CD. Just I listen mean, to a CD loud. I know we've so. we've all been to the Palladium and like seen lots of shows. Yeah. There. Downstairs can go one of two ways. So like they have their house sound guy, and a lot of opening bands will use the house sound guy. But then like you get like the headliners go on, and all of a sudden it just sounds. Oh no! It's you know they they definitely improved. Whereas like upstairs, it's always the house sound. Yep. Like all the time. So like that's good that they up that they updated. Yeah. And my buddy works for him, so that's part of my thing too. Oh okay. And so yeah, it was. I was really impressed with the whole thing. It was, a, it was an amazing show. Yeah, because I remember, so like I used to be in a pop punk band. Uh, Me too. Played, yeah, like we <laughs> played a lot of like um, shows there and stuff. And uh, we didn't suck and we were pretty nice guys. And so the sound guys there usually like took care of us. Mm-hmm. And we noticed a difference too. They're yeah. like, they're like, yeah, honestly, you guys aren't assholes. So like, that's the, that's the big thing. There's some people that are fucking pricks, man. But the sometimes you yeah. say, can I get more kick in my fucking... Yeah, right. So, like, my dad went to go see a show. He saw us play there. And we were um, support for... Silverstein. No, it was some, like, kind of, like, bigger local pop punk band. Fana. Whatever. I mean, we did open for them a couple times. But, um... So, anyway, like, my dad watched the whole show. and He's a musician. He's, like, he used to do sound for Fana and stuff. He was, like... Like, before we went on, he came up to me and was, like, this is going to suck. He's like, the sound here is terrible. I can't make out anything. It's just loud. Yeah. And then we went on and afterwards I was like, what did it sound like? It sounded great. And so I asked the sound, I just shooting the shit with the sound guy. He's like, honestly, you guys are assholes. Uh, <laughs> A good mix. Good. And I was like, oh, all that matters. that's all it takes? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the but cool that's thing, good to hear that they've been Yeah, it's, it sounded amazing. Cool. I, I've played at the waterfront in Holyoke. 50 times. Is that the place that we played at? No. We or played, did we play we played, in Chicopee? No, we played in Aguam. It was in Aguam? The tank okay. in Aguam. Uh, I played at the waterfront like 50 times and coincidentally like I've known the sound guy at the waterfront forever. Yep. And he, when he knows you, he knows your sound. He knows where to put your kick, where to put like everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's so like crazy to hear your mix sounds so much different than everybody else's mix. Right. And it, like, yeah, I will 100% agree with you on that. That's yeah. my buddy Ted. That's yeah, my that buddy Ben. Is. He's, he's done sound for me so many times where it's like, he just knows everything. So yeah, that's good. It's awesome. So it's a good feeling. Yep. Speaking <laughs> of you taking your kid, that's my boy. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> Listen, hold on. Like, f- uh, moving forward, uh, I, 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 after the, the year, I wanted to make little changes because there's been times where you've missed a movie. There's been times where I've missed a movie there's Been time when Frank missed a movie. Yeah. I think that we should be held accountable if we don't make oh, the movie. 100%. This is what I propose moving forward. If we miss the movie, the person that misses it has to do the one chip challenge. The fuck is that? The packy know. one chip challenge. The okay. hottest fucking chip in the world. It's like a Dorito coated in like ghost pepper dough. Carolina Reaper ghost pepper and blah blah blah. That 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 was my proposition. I I just just because we were there, I wanted to come up with it. So does this mean? Are we doing it? Movie? Are we doing it tonight? Is that oh that's what that meant? Did you miss the movie? I didn't. 
We're not doing it tonight, are we? Are we doing it tonight? I don't know. Is it, it's up to Jimmy. I have to work tomorrow. Okay. You're doing it next week. For sure. If I don't watch the movie. No, you're you're making up for this movie. What? <laughs> can I can I be the guinea pig and try the chip? Do you really want to? Do you really yes. want to? I mean, I, once we let's talk about the movie first. Okay. You know, okay. Before I like you know melt wow. down and, and right. die. But yes, we'll do that. Absolutely. Like, wow. The one like incredibly spicy chip. I want to. Yes. I wanna, yeah. I want to try in, like this. the individually wrapped like. Oh my god. Okay. It's a chip in a wrapper. Yeah, I want to try this. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. So you guys All can right. see how uh, how it is if you haven't tried it before. <laughs> okay. So I'm we officially to. have someone who's <laughs> willing to fall on that grenade. Yeah. Okay. It might be the nightclub jitter stalking, but yeah, let's, let's, let's take this for a ride. You might have an interesting, have an interesting day at work tomorrow. Yeah, well, <laughs> tomorrow's my day off. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll oh. see you tomorrow. Yeah, you'll see. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. That's yeah. smart. I like that. Um, all right. So that's my boy. 2012, mm-hmm. I believe it came out. Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg. Uh, it, it didn't have a huge release. Okay. I, I don't have any of the can you, information. Can you chuck it up on the thing real quick, just so that way it's playing in the background? I can kind of like yeah. get a vibe. You can pause it if you want. No, no. Okay. Um, it, it, it came out. It didn't have a huge release. It wasn't like... On Netflix? Yeah. It, 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 it ends up having like a cult following, essentially. Is that really? It, it does. Wow. Because, I mean, Adam Sandler himself has a cult following. Right, yeah. But like... So does Andy Samberg too. Yes, mm-hmm. true. Like Dick in a Box. Well, he just has a following. He's just he's successful now and popular he's, nowadays. It, yeah, Baz. <laughs> was that Brooklyn Nine Nine? Which is like it just right. ended. Did you see the end? The last no, season? No, I'm, no, I actually so. haven't seen any of that show. But I just obviously it's very. I didn't popular, see the last season. So, so don't watch it. It's it's so good. Yeah. But like it, it's such like all right. Like it's the raunchiest fucking Adam Sandler movie ever. Hold on. I'm gonna take, and a, that's I'm gonna take a pee something. break. You guys okay. keep going. Okay. okay. Frank going. didn't watch it, so fuck yeah. him. I'm not missing anything. It's literally the raunchiest Adam Sandler movie I've ever seen. It's got some gnarly parts to it. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yes. Oh. And, and that being said, I, in my personal opinion, it was like for some reason, it was just so well done. This movie, like, there's you usually can find something wrong with it. But this thing just, it's really cohesive, in my personal opinion. Wouldn't that become a douchebag? What? Wouldn't that become a douchebag? What? Cologne? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's it just, it's so stupid, but it's so good. It's very stupid, I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, yeah, I, I'm not, I will never dispute that this movie yeah. is fucking, t- like, it should be terrible, but, like, I just love it. And there's so many fucked up parts of this movie that it just makes it okay. So I knew, like, going into it, it was not going to be good because it was like during Adam Sandler's, like, Adam Sandler's, like, long, like, he's just making movies to basically not even to make money, but to, like, do fun shit with his friends. Yeah. Kind of phase. So I'm like, yes and no, because there's not a lot of his friends in this. I mean, you get, like, I mean, I don't know if, like, Nick Swartzen is his friend, but, like, he's in there kind of, like, yeah. not really doing a whole lot. And, like, um, who's the one friend that's, like, in every movie that ends up showing up at the wedding scene, like, as, like, a cameo, sort of? Uh, you talking about the um, the guy with the lo- low voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know his name. I can't think of it off. Do you know who I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that guy, he, is he in it? 
I think he has a cameo. Like he's like uh, in the the actual wedding scene. He's like in the audience, and he has a couple lines. If we're thinking of the same guy, I, I don't think, know. Okay, yeah, but it's it just. But it's got a lot of cam. It's got a, lot, a ton of like celebrity, like uh, celebrity cameos. Like I, I um, think it's crazy that Winnie from uh, Wonder Years was like the main female in this movie. Was that her? Really? Yes. Oh man, I wish I watched this. Now. Yeah, it's really good. I didn't realize I that was her. Okay. <laughs> so, but like, like it's it's so stupid, and like you know, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I knew Frank wasn't gonna watch it. <laughs> No offense. It's not because I didn't want to well, want I, to. I just I, in like, all honesty, uh, in all honesty, I figured you were going to start watching it and then just stop. Oh, okay. Well, I have done that before. So yes. that, yeah, that's, with my fucking movie recommendation, it would be time. on brand for me. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> so like, it, it's it. I don't know. The whole movie, like, it's just funny. It's like a, a middle school child starts having a sexual encounter with his teacher. Mm-hmm. Gets her pregnant. Uh, mm-hmm. They're in love, like really in love. Yeah. yeah. She gets caught. They get caught banging at a school assembly <laughs> in front of everyone, in front of everybody. Him. And she ends up pregnant. She goes to jail for 30 years. He is forced to uh, uh, raise, raise the, the baby once he turns yeah. 18. Well, he becomes a celebrity too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. He becomes famous, which is uh, <laughs> that's the that's a big prospect. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He and, becomes hugely known because he banged a teacher. Yeah, and he his kid ends up. He, he names his child uh, Han Solo Burger. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like I was thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Now it's crossed into like the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. yeah so it's Adam very Sandler yeah. Movie. It's very Adam Sandler movie. Actually. So ah, it, you know, right. it goes it goes from back then mm-hmm. to present day. His he doesn't hasn't talked to his kid in ten plus years. He finds out that his kid's getting married, so he tries to crash the the wedding. Essentially, well, he needs money because he's, yeah, he's, oh, he's oh yeah, that's right. He's like forty three thousand dollars in debt, so he needs always going to go. He needs like that amount of money before the weekend, or he goes to jail. Oh, and so his his rich <laughs> rich you know uh, separated son is now getting married. So. He's a hedge fund manager. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, what a kick in the teeth with a different yeah. name because he's no longer. He, he changed wants- his name. That's right. He doesn't want to be associated so with him. So okay. he shows up to the, the wedding weekend and just he, he kind of everybody falls in love with him, even though he's like. But he passes off as his parents are dead. So that's just his best friend. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. no, no, my dad's been dead forever. This is my best friend. Yeah. Like, oh, OK. Aren't you uh, Ronnie? So, yeah. Yeah. So. But it just it, it the funniest shit happens and like. Yeah, he, he ends up banging the dude's grandma. Mm-hmm. He's got a uh, badass back tattoo. He's got yeah. <laughs> Everyone does in the movie. It's yeah. It's like that's like a running gag. It's the, like the great, the running yeah. The ba- best one was uh um him having the new kids on the, the block, block tattoo, and he's like, "You grew up," yeah. and he's like, "No, their heads are fucking yeah, they're all weird." Yeah, because <laughs> when he tattooed on his kid, yeah, like, his you, kid was like twelve. Yeah, no, and, and apparently when he was a kid, shit, yeah. he was like 400 pounds because yeah. he was like basically letting the kid eat whatever he wanted to. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he got huge. And then so was, their heads were all distorted. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I lo, lo and behold, the greatest part of this movie hands down was vanilla ice. I love how they're he all was, I don't know if you caught it, but like he has a vanilla ice giant yes. head tattoo on his back. Does he actually have wow. that tattoo? I can't imagine. I think it, I think it was a gag. I it's, hope it's a gag for the movie. It's Frank, be it's, just it's definitely a throwback to like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison days. If you really? liked those Adam Sandler movies, yeah, yeah. that's like really where this would be. silly 
voice. That's oh, that's the way okay. this would fit. Damn it! I wish I actually watched it's, this. Now. Yeah, I think it's worth a watch because I, I, I like. It's th- really funny. Like Adam Sandler when he started doing like the well now I'm a dad type. Yeah, of yeah. This movies. is like a throwback to the originals. Like oh, okay. The, the, the actual good movies that he Shit. did. So. Right. All right, it, I'll it have really to rewatch is. this just it's, for the it's, it. it's worth it. Okay. I, I really think all right, your homework is to watch whatever movie is picked this week. Okay, that yeah. you're picking plus this movie. Plus this movie? All right, yeah. I can do that. And I will I'll remind make, you week, every I'll make day it happen. this week. Well, now that like Boba Fett's done, yeah. I can kind of like... Okay. We'll talk about that. I've got a night to, that, that's freed up. It's... I'm fucking... I, I, I just... I, I, this is the first time and I'm not giving this a five. This is one of the first times I can say that I love this movie. Yeah. And it really doesn't. <laughs> I would like, fuck that kid again and again. He makes you feel like there's a rainbow inside of <laughs> Coming out of my beaver. <laughs> <laughs> she says that to the judge. To the judge, yeah. <laughs> the, and, and the judge says something like, God damn, that's so fucked up. <laughs> the judge's name is Hanjay Gentile. This whole opening sequence takes place in Somerville, Massachusetts. Awesome. Really? No yeah. shit. Awesome. Oh, and that, I mean, that's what they say. Like, they, yeah. the kid is a student at like Somerville High School. That's cool. So, like, Adam Sandler rocks like a Boston accent the whole yep, movie, which whole is like oh, yeah. not yeah. not great. But as far as like movie Boston accents go, it was like better than most. Better than bad. most. Yeah. Okay. Way better but, than Mark Wahlberg. Well, he basically says no. like. <laughs> He basically says everything is like a motherfucking whatever, and yeah. he calls everyone gay. So it's like, yeah, okay, you're like ninety percent of the way there. Yeah. All right, good enough. Yeah, yeah, good enough. I, I loved this movie. Nugget pocket. Nugget right. pocket. <laughs> so, dude, the funniest part is vanilla. I'm sorry for fucking your mom. Yeah, they, <laughs> they have a falling out. And yeah. he's like, he's like, I just wanted you to say sorry, man. He's like, I didn't really fuck your mom. <laughs> he carried yeah, a pair. What was the pair of underwear about? There was a reason why he carried it. He shit himself before. Yeah, oh, when he was yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a kid. <laughs> yeah, like he- so. Andy Samberg, his his comfort blanket is a pair of whitey tighties that he holds in his pocket, and like if he gets nervous, he'll like, rub them to feel comfortable again because it reminds <laughs> him of the time that he shat himself. Oh <laughs> no, he holds on to a pair of underwear just in case. Like he just shits in himself. case. It's a little yeah. bit of both. It's a security yeah. thing, but also like <laughs> just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> wow. Okay. You, you missed out. Damn it. It's got a really good cast in it, though. Yeah. So. I mean, you get, go ahead. And, like, It's better than the Sean Payton movie that uh, Happy Madison just did on Netflix. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Sean Payton. Sean Payton was the guy who was, he was the main head coach for the Saints. Yeah. He he got in trouble for the uh, deflate, not deflate gate, uh, bounty gate thing. Bounty gate, yeah. They made it, a movie out of that? Yeah. It's actually not bad. It's ah. not good, but it's not bad. I can't a- wait to know. You're not. I'm, going af- to. I'm afraid to ask. But is it a, a comedy or is it like serious? It's supposed to be a comedy. Okay, that means, yeah. It, the whole thing was he he got suspended. Yeah, for a year. Yeah. He tr- he went. This to guy. Like, what's his name? The the uh, his manager. Oh fuck! I know. Oh, that's Rex Ryan. Yep. Yeah. Right. So this is like one of the things that like again like there's a lot of celebrities in this movie. Yeah. And that like you know to go back to the earlier theme like the seams kind of show there because it's like Rex Ryan he's like. A big Boston sports fan, which is like super ironic because Rex Ryan in real life, like, is you know, fucking hates Boston. <laughs> everyone, yeah. So he's like, you know, he's super into Tom Brady and yeah. Bell, Bill Belichick in the movie. So it's, it's like, just the right amount. I love that jawline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Props. <laughs> That's to- one of the things where it's like, okay, that kind of like takes you out of it a little bit, I guess. Well, I but I mean, it's, it's funny at first, but then like, yeah. Yeah, like props right. to Rex Ryan for like having the sense of humor to like be a Boston sports fan. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Even though he's yeah, see this like hey, Bill hey, Belichick hey, bobblehead. Don't yeah, mess with the genius. You know, they got the like Belichick. the Fenway seats in his office. 
Like, did you see that? Like all the seats? Yeah. Are, like, oh yeah. Fenway, yeah. Fenway yeah. Seats Which I have, I have a gripe about Fenway Park and Boston's Boston movies, but ooh, let's hear it. No, yeah. I want to hear it. Oh, that's basically it. Like, I think every like you don't have to have Fenway Park in every Boston movie. Okay. And I think it's, you don't have to prove you're a Boston fan or a Boston movie. And like, it's gotten to the point where everyone, like, so many Boston movies shoehorn a Fenway Park scene. To, like, though I think the worst offender is the Never town, been. which no, is which is I, like, like the the climactic scene is them robbing Fenway Park, even though it's supposed to be about like this like kind of unheralded neighborhood of Boston. It's supposed to be a mm. movie about Charlestown, which is like a kind of a you know neighborhood that doesn't get a lot of talk. This guy Boston's. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> it's. I, I think it's. They just like it doesn't make sense to rob. Fenway, it's a totally contrived thing. Like, why would you rob Fenway yeah. Park? And they're like, oh, it's the Cathedral of Boston, and we're gonna like rob Fenway Park. And it's like, why the fuck would you rob Fenway? Like, doesn't make any sense. And like, right. and, um, Ted's another another movie where like I was about to bring that up. Yeah, like the, the, I mean, it, we get it. The movie takes place in Boston, and there's this yeah. big dramatic chase scene that happens to end up at Fenway fucking Park. It's like we get it. You're in Boston. You don't have to right. bring it to Fenway Park. And then this movie later on, like, uh, so it takes place on the Cape. Shit. But at the house, they're at this, they're at this big sense, mansion, yeah. and they have a replica of Fenway Park in their backyard. It's like I get it; you're in massive <laughs> oh, fucking Massachusetts, right? Juicets. right. I about yeah. that. You don't have to put Fenway. And there's a there's a but scene yeah, where they're that, playing baseball. That's this replica. From the Wonder Years. That's her. Yeah. So yeah, I, that and it annoys me. Where like every single Boston movie, even like you know, I mean, Good Will Hunting didn't do the Fenway Park thing, but like there's a big scene where like. Robin Williams is describing the Carlton Fisk home run thing, right? Yeah. Which at that point, like in the late '90s, was the single most famous moment in Red Sox history. It's like we get it, yeah, we I get it. it. And Matt Damon's like, "Oh, this is so interesting." It's like you've heard this story thirty fucking times in your with life. The story, yeah, yeah, like you know the Carlton Fisk fucking, fucking thing. You don't need Robin Williams <laughs> acting it out for you, right? Like, we get it, right? It, like, even Christ. before they were doing movies in Boston, like Field of Dreams, there's one scene that takes place in Boston. They're sitting at Fenway Park. I mean, it's a baseball <laughs> movie, but it's like. Stop! You do, you can do movies in Boston that don't involve Fenway Park. Stop shoehorning it I, into fucking Fenway Park. I, I to see where counter you're that, from. like the only thing I I would argue is like a lot of movies take they like a random neighborhood and say this is Boston. Mm-hmm. So in order to drive it home, they do take like a staple, and the biggest staple anybody knows is Fenway Park. Yeah, but I'm saying like even with the talents, like that's not about. It's, 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 the town is Charlestown. Yeah. yeah. So keep it in Charlestown or do yeah. something around there. Like, don't make it Fenway <laughs> fucking park. Like, you know, Ted, he lives in the South End. Like, okay. Oh, you're fucking me, Pepperidge Farms. <laughs> <laughs> I do a horrible Boston accent. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. I think it, in a way, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Boston doesn't have a lot of like nationally recognized landmarks. They do, they yes. Boston Common, it, like, Charles River. Eh, but also, you don't, I think that's the kind of the point. It's like, you can just have a movie take place generally. And, like, you don't have to be like hitting us over the head. Like, this is Boston. In case you haven't fucking recognized it yet, you're in Boston, home of Fenway Park, home of the Red Sox. You're right. in, Bo- like, you can just say we're in Boston. Like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg's in it. We're nowhere in fucking Boston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I get you. Yeah. Ben Affleck's it. Like, one thing that was interesting, I thought, about the town was that like Ben Affleck works at, um, the uh, the Boston like uh, sand and gravel place, which you know is it's ba- oh, I don't know if it's still there, but it was like right north of Boston. Like if you're driving up ninety three, it's like in the middle of the fucking highway. Yeah. So if you ever like driven around or through yep. Boston, you saw 
the sand yeah. and gravel place. You can't miss it. And he worked there. I'm like, oh, that's a cool little hat tip. That's kind of, you know, like if, yeah. you, if you've been around the area, you know this place. That's it kind of interesting. It. Yeah. Yep. Then he's like, oh, by the way, we're robbing Fenway Park because that's what something that's something that people Fenway, do. They rob uh, baseball uh, parks. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I, just because we're watching and it's in my head, uh, we we give every movie a rating. Mm-hmm. If you were to give That's My Boy a rating out of five. Out of five. Okay. That you can use points too. So if you want to give it like one point two, yeah. you can. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a um I'll give it a solid two, I'd say. Okay. Like generally speaking, it's a dumb movie. And it's it's <laughs> it's dumb and it's not good, but there were moments that made me laugh. Like I think I mean Adam Sandler still has it. I think he, you know, lost you know, he's yeah, I mean, he, like at the time when he made this movie, he was just cranking out like shitty movies. Like yeah. he admits Jill. he was like, Yeah, he like I basically I wanted to like just do vacations with my friends and make good movies. Like yep. he got to film a movie on Cape Cod, like Cool. I'm gonna be in the. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna be in the Cape this summer. I may as well make a movie. Here. That was Grown Ups, right? Or was, no, it was this. It was this one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When did I mean, this come out? I think 2012. Uh, 12. Yeah. Oh. Like he was. Okay. I mean, he was rifling through just like garbage for a while there. Right. Um. Right. And then he came out with like Uncut Gems like three years ago, which was a masterpiece. Like uh, I haven't watched the whole <laughs> thing of that, that but it's like everything I've watched of it is so good. It's yeah. just long. It's long. Yeah, but it's like it's. He's actually like really trying at it. Like it's. Yeah. He's yeah. like really uh, from an acting perspective, it's really good. Um, I mean everything about it is really good. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about the end of this movie, just because he needs to see it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the end of it too, but yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That was one moment that was like, what the fuck? That exactly. That was. I mean that that moment when like you're waiting for Andy Samberg's like Andy Samberg's reaction is like that's the movie. (laughs) You're like, you're like, what's he gonna do? (laughs) And then he's like, you didn't tell him. (laughs) What the? F- that was that is yeah that that makes the movie. It really is. That's the highlight of it. Nice, Jimmy. What about you? Oh, for Adam Sandler movies, I'd give it like a four point nine. Okay, but what about regular movies? For regular, at, at least a solid four point two. I okay. really enjoyed it. Really? I was fuck yeah. It's a, it's a comedy through and through. All right, yeah, you know, dude. The part that just showed up was a fat stripper upside down <laughs> eating eggs and pouring orange juice on her face. Yeah, it's a good Try- fuck. No, 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 no. <laughs> she was trying to drink orange juice <laughs> yeah. while she's stripping she's on like, the stripper pole. It sounds no, like a Worcester stripe, stri- strip club. <laughs> yeah, it's lamplighter on a Tuesday. No, Hurricane <laughs> Betty's. You know? Hurricane Betty's. Oh, so. Jesus. Um, oh, my God. For me, I would give it like the a Crystal three, Palace. 3.8. 3.8? 3. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm weird. I, I honestly do. think this is way better than Cut Gems. I thought Gems sucked. You're fucking high. 100% suck. You're high. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So. Hit that. Hit that. I was going to say, you got to hit that that sound bite, the, the fight thing. Oh, the fight. You know, are, are we fighting? Grind my gish. Oh, fuck. You, America. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> blew that one. You blew <laughs> it. You know what grinds my gish? Uncut gem fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, I, I thought that was a born ass movie. Well, you know what? That's a good segue into our next segment. All right. So. Wait, what did you, what are you going to rate it? I what said three point eight. Three point eight. Okay, yeah, I'm undecided. So, I mean, because I haven't seen it. we're 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 getting like to said, the end of the like episode. If you like the originals, you'll like this. If you like is like like grown ups and shit like that. Yeah. What's no. Spanglish? No thanks. You're not gonna. Oh fuck that. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so we're getting to the end of this episode. Yeah. And and we've we've always had the uh, the episode. Fuck. Words is hard. Words is hard. Yeah. Um. We've yeah, always we had the. 
segment oh, called I tried. I, we just like keep shit. doing it over and over <laughs> throughout the whole fucking thing. Every time Steve talks, <laughs> words is hard. Words is hard. Words is hard. <laughs> you don't even hear him talk anymore. It's just that over him. The entire episode. I'd love to finish this segment. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we've always called the segment Unpop Pop. Words. But I, I, I suggested a name change. Nobody's answered me. Uh, I, I want to call it Grinds My Gears just so we can use this. You know what really grinds my gears? You, America. Fuck you. Yeah. I yeah. mean, let's face it. Whenever we did the segment, it was like whatever's chapping our ass. Exactly. At the time, yeah. So. I'm not going to lie. The, the Fenway Park thing was my answer to that. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> we don't even have to. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the usage of Fenway Park in a fucking movie. It was, yeah. It's shoehorning it in there every fucking yeah, time. Yeah. I get you. Or you know what? Actually, I think the other one might be hmm. the George Washington statue at the Common. Or like at the public garden. Yeah. That one I think also is like, oh, okay, we're in Boston. Here's this George Washington statue. You know what annoys me? The blue man group in movies. What? Exactly. When is the blue man group (laughs) in a movie? I think like two movies. Wow. One of them was uh, the um, Fever Pit. (laughs) Yeah, Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch? I think they did. Fever Pitch was like every like Boston, which I mean, it was about. Boston sure. Red Sox, like it's fine, but like that, yeah, would, yeah that, yeah, that has every. I think it's okay if if you throw Fenway into a baseball movie. Totally, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Like Moneyball, like, like okay, you went to okay, fine. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I talked shit about Field of Dreams earlier because at the time that was like the only movie to ever take place in Boston. Yeah, it happened to be at Fenway Park, but like that's in the grand scheme of things, that was fine too. Yeah, yeah. it's a baseball movie. You better throw Fenway Park into it, otherwise sure. you're just negligent. But non non baseball related movie Fenway Park references. Yeah, yeah. You can or, like, or like making it like a major plot point in a movie. Yeah, it's like that doesn't have anything Too to do easy. with baseball or Fenway Park. It's like stop it. Yeah, like, I get stop it. Stop it. Fair enough. All right. So, sorry, getting tired there, Steve. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, getting towards the end of the episode, um, we pick a new movie. Frank, it's your week. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, oh my god! Ooh, I'm gonna challenge you guys. You, I watch. You everything. don't count. I'm gonna watch it. I'm, I'm gonna fuck. You could. You could call in if you want. Or, I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, if you I'll show be, up. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be another guest? You can be a reoccurring guest. I'll be here. Yeah. Let's do it. What are we watching? Alien. Fuck. The original. Yes. The OG okay. Alien. Yes. Okay. Right. Weaver. Ridley Scott directed. That's going to make me go in a fucking yeah, yeah. deep hole and watch Prometheus and all those. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hey, that could be good then. Nice. Okay. I'll watch that. I, I, cool. I, I'll, I'll go with that. I think I've only seen it once when I was younger. The original, like really? I watch, I watch a lot of them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like through and through. I know I've seen parts here and there all the time. I mean, it's a horror movie that yeah. it's a thriller, but it is thriller. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely like horror thriller. So cool. I have I have unpopular opinions about that movie. But Do you I, really? Yeah, I think it's on. Like it's. I mean, it's good, but you know what really like, grinds my gears? You America. It's a little, fuck you. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little boring. Like it's it yeah. starts really strong, but like you're not wrong. It's the, Sigourney slow. Reaver kind of like going for the chip. Like it's a little. It's a uh, slow burn. It's a little slow burn. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, like you know, from a production and direction standpoint it's like masterfully done and it, it starts really good like it, yeah yeah but it kind of loses steam in the second half okay nice um so uh i just i i wrote a little something we've been doing this thing for a year i i, I wrote a little speech i know it's probably ham-handed whatever 
but I, I'll still read it just because, like, over the past year, me and me and him start. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna start that over. Bye. Over the past year, we've been coming out with nearly weekly episodes, uh, and we've honestly grown so much from what we thought this was gonna be. Right. You know what I mean? Like this was a brainchild of the pandemic. Yeah, like, it was. It was a good excuse for like you know, like me and Steve are like best. Like I was his best man, you know, like, like he's been there for me for like years. So like when the pandemic hit and we couldn't like even hang out at all, like that sucked. So it was like, okay, how can we, you know, still keep in touch? Kind of like, yeah. And like, it, That's cool. it, it's, yeah. it's awesome. And then adding you, Jimmy added an entirely yeah. <laughs> entirely new dynamic of porn yeah of porn yeah um <laughs> it's and, so and weird. Honestly, like, like, <laughs> we did it we did it for sorry fun. man and I now to fuck of life yeah <laughs> uh we did it for fun and like now we actually have listeners right well, right yeah yeah <clears throat> i hear crickets <laughs> um, but like no there's it, listeners for sure no, yeah for sure in all honesty like i i just want to say thank you everybody for just listening to us it, it's awesome that like stroke putting up with us yes like <laughs> you, you're listening and that's cool you you're sending me messages you're sending frank messages yeah. sending jimmy messages and like nude pictures you're yeah. getting nude pictures yeah only from dudes though well, I'm used to that. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Dick that's pics fine. for days. That's <laughs> like that's the, my hashtag. I, I just, it all counts. It, wholeheartedly, <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thanks. Really, Jimmy? Oh yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Frank recommended shit already. Yeah, I did. Yeah, go um, check out that Ed, Ed Sheeran. Bring me the horizon. Oh, you that's ha- that's your actual recommendation. That's my oh. actual recommendation. Jimmy, Jimmy's got. 500 recommendations. I have three assholes. Uh, my, my first one is the Palladium. Uh, especially upstairs shows. Go check them out. Their sound has tremendously improved to the point where you're going to see the next band that play and you're going to be like, this cannot be the fucking Palladium. Nice. You know, obviously the bathrooms still look like the Palladium. But, <laughs> well, yeah. You know, their sound is, is tremendous. I got a question though. At the bar, are they still using the Monster branded refrigerators? I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go. Oh, no, I, I mean, obviously the bar is right there, but yeah, you know, I was with my kid. I wasn't, I wouldn't even eat waters. We drank waters on the way. I always so. remember them using like yeah. the gas station style, like monster branded with like the glowing M. I don't, I don't, I actually don't think so. I think they updated that too. Okay. It, it looked really nice. You nice. know, it well, honestly looked nice up. Like I said, the guy who owns the yeah. railers owns that building now. Yeah. So like he he put a lot of money into it. They mm-hmm. put on some sick shows outside now. Like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the next show I'm going to is uh, Parkway Drive and Black Dahlia Murder. It's an outdoor show. Awesome. The only thing mm-hmm. I'm wondering about is where the fuck are you gonna park when it's not in the parking lot? I don't you know. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm so used to parking there. They'll still charge you like so, eighty bucks to park, park across park the street. The, so it was ten bucks. It wasn't bad. Where is so. was can in I, that in that parking? Can lot I counter your concert with a concert I'm going to in a couple weeks? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Say again, who who are you going to go see? Oh, I'm going to see Parkway Drive and the Black Dahlia Murder. Outside. Outside. At the Palladium. At the Palladium. Palladium. <laughs> the Palladium. I'm going to go see John Mayer at the Garden. I'm going. Inside. <laughs> uh, so, polar opposite in every single, di- like. The one thing I'll give credit for. 
Yeah. Because unlike you, I'm not a douchebag. Oh, <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, he, he's an amazing guitarist. It's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You he's know, good he, live, he's too. So, yeah. He's so yeah. dumb. Is he nice. like the, the, the new lead for Grateful Dead or some shit? Now? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. took over Jerry Garcia's yeah. parts. But uh, like, uh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's ridiculous. It'll be my second so. time seeing John Mayer. I saw John Mayer um, probably like 12 or 13 years ago in Amherst at the, uh, the hockey arena. I'll get at UMass. I'll get the YouTube clip and I'll put it in the thing for next week. But there's a clip of uh, there's like six guitarists on stage and it's like a blues group and he's one of them. And yeah. you're just watching them play. And I I think it was like a fuck. It was a I think it was when Doves Cry. I know it was is whatever the fuck his name is Prince's song. But Purple they, Rain. I think so. But they all did. It was a collaboration. Yeah, and man, it was so fucking cool. So yeah, I'll get that up for the next week. Nice. So send it to you. But uh, yeah, I'd say that. Um, honestly, sound guys, man, like show appreciation for them, you know. So I, that's a that's a huge thing. They 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 come a long way and they do a lot of shit. And if you want to treat them like shit, I hope they they make your sound suck. Yeah, you know. Like so, that was my second recommendation. The third is a a show called The Expanse. I started watching. Yes, that is neat. Great book too. Is it? It It's a really good book series. All right. So yeah, I just started watching that. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm Hmm. You know, it's a, it's a sci-fi, but it's so far they're building the world pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So I'm only like a couple episodes in, so I don't know too much of it. Never knew about it before. But. Right. They did the first two seasons, I think, on a different network. Okay. And then Netflix picked it up, or they did the first season on a different network. Yeah. Well, it's on Prime now. So. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm that's, digging that's it. That's a great I'm, show. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So that's my recommendations. Yep. Um, for me, I got two. Uh, one, I was actually going. You you recommended the the whole concert thing. You met talked about the concert thing. Sure. Next month, I'm going to see Quicksand in Boston. Old, Never heard of Quicksand. Quicksand's an old hardcore band. Oh, okay. okay. Like post hardcore kind of like um, Fagazi. One of the he was in Fagazi at one point. Mm-hmm. Where um, at? Uh, uh, fuck. Um, Middle East. Nope. The other one. House of Blues. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, he was in Gorilla Biscuits. Um, um, yeah, I'm just kind of surprised that like they were able to get like House of Blues. That's like slightly. It's not, no, no, they're big. It's not high cap, but like you know, yeah. they can. You know, I saw Megadeth. No, I know. So. Have, you, have you ever heard of Quicksand? I've heard of them. I can. I can yeah. You know, say anything they, about they, them. He's, uh, Trevor, I know they were I really dangerous when I was a kid. Thought Quicksand. <laughs> Or everywhere, yeah, joke. yeah, yeah. We all um, know how to survive quicksand. Yeah, just don't struggle. <laughs> yeah, just run. <laughs> Wade water, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, I don't know. I don't know if you mentioned it, but I'm mentioning it now. Peacemaker, holy. Oh fuck. yeah, dude. Yeah. Holy fuck, you yeah. need to see Peacemaker. Yeah, it's so fucked up. It's so good. <laughs> Is it a show? Yes. Oh, it's okay. with John Cena. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, on HBO Max. Yes, it's so fucked. See, okay, yeah. I have to see that. It's yeah. so good. I'm only two episodes in, but I'm like. This guy, yeah, I it's awesome to see him play that character. Right. The character you know? vigilante, oh my god, yeah. so good. Did you see? Um, did you see that? Was it that was Suicide Justice Squad? Squad. No, Suicide, no, Suicide Squad, Squad, right? Did you the see new Suicide one. Squad? The yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one. Oh yeah, okay. I saw the oh, I saw the first one, like a oh, the second yeah. one. Okay, I've not seen the second one. Okay. Now, now. Uh, Watch the second. I heard one? the second one's the second one's better, right? It's wicked good. Okay, yeah, seriously times better. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations? That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, I'll I'll give you two actually. Yeah. Um. And you can self-shill. It's totally cool. Yeah. So, yeah. First recommendation is visit redemptionrock.beer and come visit us at 333 Shrewsbury Street, Western Mass. Drink our beer. There it is. Um, but also, um, 
my wife and I just saw Murderville on Netflix. Oh my god, have you guys seen this? So good. It's You've so funny. That? It's amazing. It's so refreshing. Like, so if you don't know the concept, it stars Will Arnett as a police, de- a murder detective. Enough said. And then it brings uh, there's six episodes. Every episode has a different celebrity, mm-hmm. like guest oh, star. Isn't it like uh, Conan O'Brien. Conan's the first one, yeah. And they don't give the the guest stars the script. Okay, that's awesome. So they have to act it out. It's total improv, yeah. but then they also oh, have to yeah. solve the murder. Good. So they have like a scripted out, like there's a murder every episode, Excellent. and then you have yeah. to so, there's so like the, clues and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a script. Everybody has a script except, except for, the, for guests. the guests. Yeah. And they, <laughs> there are a couple yeah. there are a couple of duds what? in there where like they don't really, you know, they're not totally into the improv. I feel thing. like Ken Jong is one of the duds. Is this is he this kinda, he honestly like he's funny, but he's kind of got he's I'll spoil it a little bit. He just laughs way too much. Okay. Like he breaks the he's he, he's like laughs well, the, like the full throated laughs. The fourth like, wall gets broken often. a lot. It How does. Long yeah. The yeah. Uh, thirty minutes. Oh, cool! So, I'll watch okay, that so it's like super easy, light, cool. and just like refreshing. What was it called again? It's called Murderville. Murderville. Yeah, okay, I'll watch cool. that tonight. It's that so sounds good. awesome. Yeah, that sounds. Awesome. The, cool. If if you're gonna watch any episode, watch the first one. Conan O'Brien is the best. Honestly, no, the, I, I the like first him. three in a row. Marshawn Lynch mm-hmm. surprised the hell out of me. He is Who's so that? fucking funny. He was the. I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, he was the one that didn't get the football at the end of Super Bowl thirty, whatever, or forty, whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he yeah, reformer <laughs> running back in the NFL, but like okay. he is. Like, so it's I, I, not I, just I, comedians or anything. It's it's. Yeah, it's mostly it's mostly actors. They have okay. him. Um, Sharon Stone is one of them, and she fucking kills it. She's yeah, so I seen the clip of that one. I yeah. was like, oh my god, I can't wait to watch this. I can't yeah. think of her name, but the Plus girl that plays Alexis and just, just yeah, like, Andy Murphy. Andy <gasps> Murphy, that's right. It's a, that one's okay. I'll say, but it, it wasn't wasn't bad. It was okay. Um, and then the other ones, uh, uh, Kumail Nanjani. Oh, oh nice. that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's straight up the funniest one. Okay, so I was gonna say, good. he's great. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Um, other recommendation. Um, honestly, like by the time this air, I don't even know. I know it's this month, but you might miss it. Um, it's a band called Foxy uh, Shazam. I love Foxy Shazam. You do? Yeah, they're playing I'm at the Sinclair. They are dangerous band. They are uh, just I don't know, just so fun and theatrical and stuff like that. They're playing the Sinclair in Boston. Some point this month. I hope I don't miss it. I may have missed it by this point. I don't know. This but. should be this should be uh, coming out on Thursday. No, it'll come out on Tuesday. Tuesday? Two days from now. Oh yeah. Okay. Like I, I literally don't know the date of the concert. I'm hoping I didn't miss it already. But yeah, uh, you guys are talking about live music. If people like Go Go Badello, they'll like Foxy yeah. Shazam. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. They, they're very uh a very live mm. band. But yeah. Their music is pretty cool. Dangerous Man is a great tune. Mm-hmm. There's a couple others. I, I listened to them years ago. I used to listen to them all the time. Yeah, they kind of so, they were on a hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. But I think they have a new album coming out. Um, at the tap room when we're closing, we listen to their um, <laughs> their self titled album like after hours, like you know when we're cleaning and trying to get people out of the tap room. Yeah, we the, blast their their eponymous <laughs> album. The like, lead singer reminds me of a mix between Freddie Mercury and the lead singer of The Drive In, or mm-hmm. otherwise known as. Uh, Mars Volta. Yeah. Yeah. Like that oh, combination. Omar, uh, yeah. Rodriguez yeah. Lopez. Like that, like his stage presence with Freddie Mercury's like singing and shit. It's with the range of the guy unique. from the Mars Volta. Yeah. yeah like it's very unique. Cause he can get up there and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, nice. Well, so, okay. Well, you brought it up earlier. Are you still willing to do the one chip challenge? Oh yeah, sure. Let's do it. You want to do that on the mic? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve, for, get the for, one for chip. For reference, they're playing February 23rd. Cool. Oh, we got, oh, we got time. Perfect. Nice. All right. Steve's going to get the chip. He's almost like taking out his microphone on the way, but that's fine. He don't care. Is he keeping the chip in the desk drawer? We oh, got to keep that it's hidden. It's right next to the KY. The kiddos. All right. 
<laughs> it's right next I to the kitchen. I thought he was going to the kitchen. <laughs> his computer door. Right. No. Yes. Hey, he's a weird guy. All right. Yeah. So, you know how those post office people are. There's like, there's, if you can't see right, let me Let me see the package. Let me there's see like package. caution tape around the edge of the yeah, box. Yeah, all right. It's here's the deal. Caution. So, I'm sure a lot of people know about the, the, the one chip challenge. So, this is the Packy one chip challenge. So, this is one tortilla chip mm-hmm. dusted with Carolina Reaper and yeah. scorpion pepper. Okay. Yep. So now my yeah. only question is, do you do you oh. have a glove or do you want to just just because you don't want to touch shit with your fingers? I'll be I'll be fine. That's all right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel so, like this dude. I feel like yeah. Yeah. He, like, he I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah, like a super care. hardcore like spicy food guy, but I don't. Do you want to get some milk? Uh, I'll, well, I'll I'll give you a signal and okay. you can run. But oh, I, dear I got a little bit of a beer here, so okay. There's a lot of like graphic design elements involved with this. I hope the chip is. No, it feels like it's in one piece. Okay. I take care of my chips. Cool. Well, here you go. All right. All right. Let's see what we got here. So it says... <laughs> Good luck. Paqui. Yeah. So is this like a... Like how, how well known is this kind of thing? Is I'm, This is the first um, time I'm hearing of it. It's got a following. There's a okay. lot. Uh, if you, you can YouTube this and watch people's like experiences. Okay. Word. LA um, Beast is really good for stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> LA Beast. Right. Yeah. I most, love when he ate a cactus. <laughs> most, that was that disgusting. Crazy. That I remember. Crazy. This is cool. So there's like a sort of, a, I think, a chart of how this is going to unfold for me. So round one, spicy punch. Round two, scorpion sting. Round three, vision, vision disruptor. Round four, gut slash. Round five, roasted. Whatever that means. Cool. Dead. I'll be ro- yeah, <laughs> they roasted or like, yeah, that's that's how it tastes. So the chip <laughs> comes in a coffin-shaped cardboard box. Yeah, I love the box. I'm and it is individually wrapped. It is, yeah. Like, yeah. It's one. Little, I'm slightly like, afraid for this. So it's, it's, I'm it, I convenient, believe it. Convenient to open the little... Oh, this is perfect. Okay, that was a little... Yeah. All right. Wow. So it opens really nicely. He's opening. Give it, give it a smell? smell? I want it, yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. It smells like old air. Can yes. we can we all smell it real quick? Yeah, go for it. Can I sniff your chip? <laughs> and, there's, and there's a little there's a oh there's like a brochure in here it says <laughs> it doesn't Ooh, smell that. good it says destroyed in oh big God. oh I destroyed in big letters the one the the Pacqui 2021 2021 oh, is, it, is, yes. it, is there an expiration date on this I'll watch <laughs> every <laughs> this kind of smell it kind of smells like beef jerky mixed with spice yeah, yeah I can see that I, but you could I can definitely tell the <laughs> real peppers real heat cool how long will I last before getting on okay cool all right, let's. Um, all right, so we pull the. So it looks like it's broken in half, which is fine. I'm just going to dump. Oh, in thirds, maybe. Okay. We'll see how we'll it get, goes. We got three I, pieces I, here. I would say don't eat the. Don't eat it all at once. Don't eat it all at once? Really? I don't know. Don't eat it all at once. Just do it. It's okay, a yeah. one. So I'm going to eat it all at once. It's okay. Sweet. I'm so afraid. <laughs> My misophonia is like completely. It, so it tastes old. Hashtag ASMR. Does it taste a little old? stale. Um, it has been sitting in my down here for like four months. It, I mean, it tastes like spicy. Oh, he's coming now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, it's like I mean the, the heat's coming now. It's. I'm afraid it might be a little too. All right, now it's coming. Twenty twenty one. All right, I'm like just making sure that we have like half the date. <laughs> he dies yeah. from expiration. 
Yeah, I get like botulism or something. <laughs> I show up the to pack his week house. challenge. It kills you. I show up to his house. His wife's like uh, August 2022. So, so is when it expires. Yeah, so, that's fine. so we're still within. We're well within the uh, poison your guest. So maybe okay. <laughs> globe. Maybe it's intended to taste stale. All right. So it is. I can very see hot. Your eyes are starting to. Yeah. There's a sheen on your forehead. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's amazing. Is no, it, it's very hot. Is it unbearable? Is it getting um, there? It's not unbearable, but it is definitely there. I was going to say, like, the Dude. scene on the screen behind you, there's definitely, like, a hey, bon- all these girls are There was oh, yeah. just a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're, you. Yeah, no, it's super hot. It is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's super hot. Do you regret it? No, not yet. Not yet. No. I Maybe mean, tomorrow. <laughs> I, I wow. will say. When I when I do the hot, I shit razor blades the next day. Is oh, it, definitely, yeah, yeah. Is it anything other than hot? Like, no, that's app? that's the thing. That's like, it's built. It's the first thing I've had in a while where it's like, okay, here's hot, and that's it. Like, there's no like chicken bone or yeah, anything else. This is like just very hot. Wow. Okay, so the color of that chip was, was black. like it was like brown. Purple. Yeah, dark purple. Yeah. yeah, it was like a dark purpley brownish blackish kind of color. It looked like something you probably shouldn't. I yeah, think that's I mean, the intention. Also, to be fair, it was gross. <laughs> like, yeah. One second, we need some more beer. <laughs> Hashtag do not try this at home. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was I mean it was like I said, it tasted old. It, and apparently that's intentional because it I'm like tempted filled. to taste the dust. Just lick it. What, lick the wrapper? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna lick the wrapper. <laughs> This is the most ASMR. I will take some milk if you have some. Like, it's right, bad. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, there's like a glob yep. on the wrapper. Oh, you. oh, my God. Now, would you do it again? I don't think so. No. I've never done it once. Like, oh, it is gross. You know. yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Wow. That is I hot. Need, I need liquid on the tongue. It's really, yeah. Okay. So I licked the dust. I, I licked the dust. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hot. Steve, I'm not fucking doing that challenge. Give a shit. What? Oh, this guy brought me a pint of milk. I love this. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you got the hiccups already. <laughs> it's giving me the heat hiccups. Yeah, hiccups. <laughs> you need milk too. <laughs> Get it yourself. You're not a guest. Oh, it's Today. so hot. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> I've never had the heat hiccups, hiccups before. From, that was just from the, the little dust. Yeah. That's insane. I almost asked if I could take a video. <laughs> Please don't. No. Uh, I'm not going to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, this... <laughs> this should be enough to say never miss a movie. <laughs> Yeah, don't miss a movie. Yeah, this was um, watching That's My Boy was better than this experience. Yeah. <laughs> if you need anything, let me know. I have yeah, can you get me milk? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heat like I've never experienced. It's okay. You know, I've never had this like isolated into one <laughs> thing that's gone now. Yeah. Is it gone? Mm. I mean, the chip is gone. Like, you know, you get like um, <sighs> super spicy, like chicken wings or something like that. 
And this I don't is not get any of that. There's literally no flavor to to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's just straight heat. The straight heat, yeah, yeah. So, I I I'll just end. Wow, the show. does the milk help? Yeah, that was fantastic, guys. Thank you. I, yeah, I'll end the yeah, show. They're it. both dying. Oh my yeah. god. Um, we are nerds of unusual origin. Yep. Uh, stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay nerdy. That's Steve. Is that you? And that's Frank. Oh, I'm yeah. Frank. <laughs> no, I'm Frank. I'm Jimmy Vega Haas. And that is. <laughs> I'm Dan from Redemption Rock Brewing Company in Worcester, Massachusetts. There I'm, you go. I, I lied. I'm Steve. Bye. <laughs> I'm playing around. Oh.